0: This is a dill pickle, a mighty pretty pickle, especially when he joins you at the show. We have lots of pretty pickles waiting for you at the refreshment center. They're plump, tender, mouth-watering. Wouldn't one taste good right now?
1: Hello, welcome once again to Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A, and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Doing well. Excellent. And Barrett, uh, Commonwealth of Virginia, USA. And in the province of Alberta, Canada.
2: Guten tag from Sean.
1: <laughs> Sean, how's it going, sir?
2: Uh, it's not too bad. been uh, some interesting... Uh, a couple of weeks so hopefully things will get better <laughs> hey,
1: they always yes. do always do hey as uh i posted on facebook today the great uh taylor swift line and let me bring it up i don't remember it offhand because i'm an idiot but it <laughs> is it's like the best one of her great quotes in the song all too well and that is i think i texted it to you earlier today too John. uh um, it, well, it yeah, is i didn't get a text and i might be okay but i'm not fine at all <laughs> yeah that's that's very accurate <laughs> yeah it's a great line taylor swift is a great songwriter uh yeah i thought i sent it to you yeah i sent it to you at 10:21 a.m. my time
2: oh i never got anything maybe God, that's weird
1: yeah uh, uh, that's, that's for sure
3: extra or extra texts going out to either know, uh, just getting intercepted
1: just sent you a test text to see if if both will pop up for you, but who knows?
3: Well,
2: well whatever happens, your test text then yep. bumped the other text, so I
1: got them both at the same time. That yeah. is weird. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do?
0: Anyway, <laughs> <went good> times.
1: <laughs> So, for our listeners who are curious and saying, "What the hell's going on here?" uh for n who stumbled upon us, uh, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, it's part of a podcast group as well as a bunch of uh, release notices, articles, and all these other things. If you are a person that wants to fatten up your resume and write articles for the Dark Discussions News Network, news network please email us at darkdiscussions@aol.com, or go to the contact form on darkdiscussions.com and in the subject of the email or the contact form write uh, ddnn columnist and uh, we will uh, contact you Uh, if you've ever been a person a younger person uh, or someone that just wanted to change careers and get a start and that a lot of folks check the website out all the time get your name out there put it on your resume um to write columns uh it's a great opportunity uh for folks who are curious about this podcast basically we talk about movies and interviews Filmmakers and things of that nature, uh, but uh, the f- films that we talk about are genre films: so horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grindhouse, art house, cult films, midnight movies, foreign language films, and the like. Basically, uh, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. It is a spin-off podcast of our main podcast, which is the Dark Discussions podcast. But there are about Uh, 10 or so other podcasts on the network besides this one and Dark Discussions podcast. Um, All right, so that's pretty much uh, all I got for news, but I do have one other thing. Uh, If you want to donate to the network, uh, everything is free. We don't make any money, but we do have a lot of bills. We pay a good half a grand or more every year to server fees and Zoom, which is what we're using tonight to record and all these other things. So If you wanted to donate, you could go to Dark Discussions uh on um gee I can't even remember Patreon. That's it, Patreon. And there's a big button on the right of every website page on darkdiscussions.com where you just press Patreon, which will bring you to uh patreon.com backslash dark discussions and you can donate to the podcast for every five dollars that you donate to the podcast, you will get an opportunity to choose a topic for our uh Episodes. So, for example, if you wanted us to do Friday the 13th, uh, you could choose that. But if you chose $15 you donate per month, you could choose Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Halloween, or you could just choose Halloween three times because, again, you get through. Uh, one vote for every five dollars, and then what happens at the end of every quarter? We pick out of a figurative hat randomly using a computer randomizing generator, and whatever pops up out of all you folks who've uh, donated money, uh, that will be the next topic for our Patreon pick. And uh, if you even donate five dollars once and you choose a film that will always remain in the pot so there's always a chance it will be picked when we do our quarterly picks so it's it's highly uh welcome and uh worth uh, a few dollars of your time um all right so that's pretty much uh that i guess we can get into uh our topic tonight if we do have any uh, t- time left over at the end of the night we will basically uh discuss some news or what we've been watching or what we've been playing i've been playing a lot of resident evil the village um so i, I may talk about a little about that but it all depends on if we have time so uh with all that stated all right what do you want everybody to know what we're going to discuss tonight we
3: are going to be discussing the movie the spore 2021 film uh, directed by D.M. Cunningham, also written by D.M. Cunningham, Uh, stars, uh, I'll just list a couple, Jeannie Jeffries, Haley Heslip, and Peter Tell. Um, There are probably about 10 actors that the movie focuses on at various points throughout the film.
1: All right, so uh, let's listen to the trailer. The latest news brings the discovery of toxic
2: spore plumes. State officials are hesitant to declare this an emergency until further
0: investigation into the matter. This stuff grows faster than anything I've ever seen. Looked like a fungus growing from their skin. No one understands what's going on. Whatever this is attacking
3: us, it consumes the body quickly. It then spreads its spore through secreting dark mucus or blood. It's just a virus. No, it's way more than that. You've no idea what I see. You're talking about this thing like it's a living, breathing monster. That's exactly what it is. It's getting closer.
2: We interrupt this signal to bring you a national emergency alert. This is not a test. We are urging residents at this time to take shelter.
1: Need more than a vaccine to fight this. Okay, so that's the trailer. Yep, this is an uh, interesting film because it's actually a Lionsgate film. So this is not uh, just some random indie low budget film. It, it's a, a low budget indie type of film that was either produced by Lionsgate or they liked it or someone for the company liked it and bought it and decided to release it under the Lionsgate, uh, I guess. Uh, logo. Uh the film is available anywhere. Uh films are available, so that is uh VOD. Uh however, the, it's only at rental as of this recording, and today's recording is December 5th, 2021. So happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas and happy Advent to all you folks out in Internet, internet land. Um so what we got here is um a film that, um, well, with its title, I guess we'll talk about that in a moment, what that means. But uh, we'll go around and discuss how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. So uh, let's start with you, Sean.
2: So it was a film that you had suggested as one of the films that uh, we'd be doing in the upcoming shows. So that was how I heard about it. And as for the movie itself, uh, I think I enjoyed it. I think the hero for the movie for me was the syntactical musical score because that absolutely had me. Um, Everything else was, I just kind of like fringe benefits for me. So, and I think it was uh, Dreaming in Neon is the one who did the score. So, shout out to them because I thought it was awesome.
1: All right. Sounds good. And uh, what did you think about the whole film generally?
2: Uh, For me, I thought it was. It was fun. It was kind of what I can I talk about the type of horror that we're watching, or just save that for yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, sure, sure.
2: So because I got the gist that it was like kind of a body horror um, crossover, and I think it lived up to that. And I think I think it was it Brian Hillard who did the uh, effects, the practical effects. Yep, yep. I think he did a really awesome job, especially for a smaller budget movie.
1: Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely all right sounds good uh yeah so uh, how i heard about this film and what i thought about it well i heard about the film uh originally through jason lloyd jason lloyd is a podcaster or now a part-time podcaster because he's somewhat retired from podcasting at the moment though uh, he does things every so often uh he used to be the head of the horophilia network which is now a defunct uh network Um, but uh he's uh one of the better podcasters I've I listened to. And he uh, said he saw this film, he uh actually loved the special effects and said the film though was just okay. Um and then uh Barrett brought it up as a possible uh topic as a dark discussions podcast. And when uh it was nixed by some of the co-hosts there because they saw the IMDB rating was was kind of low. Um, we decided to pick it up and, and do it on the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews podcast because we're more apt to do low-budget and indie, real indie films on this podcast than the Dark Discussions podcast. Uh, so uh, I watched the film um, last night with my wife. Uh, we both watched the trailer, and my wife thought the trailer was really awesome, as did I. Um, so she agreed to watch it because she likes Um, I guess, pandemic and disease type horror films because they're kind of thrilling and scary and stuff. And this was even before the COVID pandemic. She was kind of even into them. Uh, We even went to see World War Z um, at theaters together. Um, So uh, my opinion of the film is a little similar to to you, Sean. Um, Yeah, the music was fantastic. It was a great score. Absolutely fantastic. The practical effects Again we're absolutely fantastic uh really really good um but the, the story um i I felt it was a little disjointed um it was it felt more like a video game horror video game than a movie because it just kind of throws you in and gives you little clues here and there through weird things like radios and and news announcements rather than actual um you know, just t- talking between characters, because again, most of the characters are alone. There's not many characters that are together in one scene. So it's, it's kind of odd film in that sense. Cause there is not much dialogue. Um, the movies, uh, some of the acting was real spotty and because of, um, no main character, because it was like kind of, um, episodic and very much, um, I guess uh uh what, what is it when you have many characters it's almost like un- an ensemble anthology cast. En- yeah yeah, en- yeah ensemble cast anthology like in a sense that are loosely tied together um and so I was uh I would say I was mixed on this film uh I didn't love it uh but I didn't hate it however uh I think it had a lot of potential to be awesome And I I feel that the ball had been dropped just a bit um, as a result uh, of basically what I've seen. Uh, So let's go with you, Barrett. Yeah, I'm going to kind of agree with you guys
3: as well. I mean, the score was definitely the best part of the movie. It kept me tense throughout. Um, It really worked. The effects I really liked. Not all of them were perfect. There was one near the end that was a little different for me. (laughs) <laughs> um, but most of the practical effects I really liked. I thought the first 15 to 20 minute opener of this movie was amazing. I liked that a lot. And that from there, it kind of went eh, for me. Um, the acting is like you said, Phil. So, so um, it is a weird hybrid of a movie. It's like an anthology ensemble. Um, it, it's got all these things going on. Um, it's a, you could say it's sci-fi. It's, Um, it's just got a lot going on body horror. um, So there are a lot of things I like about it, but it kind of fails. I don't think it deserves the 2.7 rating that it's got on IMDb. I would put it more middle of the pack. Um, it's better than some movies in the horror genre. Um, it's not, you know, as good as it could have been. I feel like you said as well, it had a lot of potential, that it did not utilize. Um so in the end, I give this a mediocre rating, but it could have been great and it has some great elements to it.
1: Yeah, I I think I think you uh, worded it perfectly, uh what you just said, your your last sentence there, Barrett. Um it had some great elements and it could have been great. Um but there there were some unfortunate things. Um, that made. Yeah, it I got really echoes good. of the thing from it, but yet it had its own
3: its own thing. Not to use that word again, but you know, it had echoes of a lot of different movies, and it was using them in a way that could have been really cool. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, well, well, we'll, we'll
1: tra- tra- oh, go ahead, sure.
2: well, I was going to ask you, Phil, because I'm mean, not to to ruin anything with spoilers or whatever. But it, it, like Barrett was saying, it was pulling through from a lot of stuff, like the newscasts and stuff. Really felt like Night of the Living Dead.
0: You know, how Mm -hmm. they're getting
2: the exposition by the radio so you don't have the – so you can have it where there's no characters we are having real dialogue because it's all being told to you by the medium of radio. And then I felt there were aspects of um, Annihilation in it, of course the thing, um, you know, kind of uh, a zombie kind of thing. Like there was so many things it was pulling from. I'm surprised it wasn't more chaotic. What do you think when you're trying to blend so many of these different things together? Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, I think they did a good job of pulling off what they were attempting. Like you said, it could have been better, but it's sure. I don't. It's not two point seven,
0: for right. sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's that. That is fair. It, it shouldn't be two point seven. I, I think the issue, and I'm trying to think of how to say it without spoiling. But basically, things are going on the characters do things that are odd yeah and 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 two te- ways it's odd one it's odd when they know there's a problem and yet they act odd and but i would say one thing it's well and let me just finish my yes, second sure, phrase. And, and and the other oddness of their the acting of the characters is we're uh, us the audience don't know enough about what's going on in the whole world to know whether or not their actions are correct and yet i keep on hearing characters within the story say why don't we call the police why don't we call the hospital and then other people say (laughs) you can't call the police you can't go and so it's like which is it and so i felt there was some confusion there but go on sean what you're gonna say yeah
2: i did uh, yeah i didn't mean to cut you off um the thing i was thinking about i think you guys may have touched on it on one of our previous episodes whether it's dark discussions or what the idea, we're living in a pandemic and we're watching people make stupid, idiotic choices every day. So it's, when I'm looking at the movie and I'm thinking about what are the choices these people are making? Are they really any more <laughs> different than some of the stupid and idiotic choices that people are making in real life?
3: Now, I'm going to say I kind of agree with that. However, you need – here's where the critical failure of this movie is. They're doing an ensemble cast. You need very strong actors to pull that off. Which is fair. Yeah, yeah, this movie does not have that. And if you're going to have characters doing very stupid things, you need at least one that does something smart. Yeah. And I did not feel that about any of these characters.
2: Well, I would say there was one character that was great. was all the animals who worked in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm glad, because I didn't have to endure any, like, the horror trope of harming animals, so yeah. I was very happy with that, so <laughs> the animals made the good choice. They just all disappeared, Yeah, and they'll wait out until the humans are gone, and then reclaim oh, the... the let me ask you this.
1: let me ask you this, Sean, since you, you brought that up offline to me, and then you brought this up now, uh, what did you think of uh, the movie The Thing, and the dogs, and that?
2: Oh, trust me, that is like, I, I've, you know, I've watched The Thing a million times, but that is like no matter how many times I watch that, it always is so hard to watch. Like it's it's hard like and it's I think you guys have touched on it before too, but like it's one thing when you're seeing violence against humans, but there's like it's, I don't know I'm one of those weirdo people that it's like when you see the violence against animals, it's
1: worse. Yeah, well, you know what I I, I agree. I, you know what it is? It's when for me when it comes to animals in movies in their death or are, are hurt. If it's humans' cruelty to the animals, it really bothers me a lot in, in yeah. movies. But if it was like the pandemic and like the thing, it doesn't bothers me as much because it's it's not humans doing it and it's not cruelty. It's just a, a monster type thing. So here I think I would have been okay if I if we did see like some pandemic you know, wolf or, or fox, it wouldn't have bothered me, I don't think. Or or cow or something. Uh because again it wouldn't have been human cruelty. So um, stuff growing on it or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah could have yeah, handled that. that, yeah.
2: But and yeah. that would have brought me back to thinking about Dreamcatcher if you ever saw that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I read the book, right. yeah, and I saw the movie, yeah. So, so, in a sense, yeah. not
2: having to see that stuff happen was that was right. a bonus for me. So,
1: well, well, it's also like annihilation, right? You know, you know the the which the, was hard half. to watch. Yeah, so I see those bad things with the bear and stuff. See those things don't bother me because again, it's not um, human cruelty. Uh, it's only when yeah. it's human cruelty to animals that it bothers me. We were in just films. we just like, started watching the show Yellow,
3: Yellowstone, and there's a lot of animal death in that. And the very first scene is one where there's a horse that's dying from a road accident and he has to shoot it to put it out of its misery. Um, right. And it's like that kind of scene. I have a really hard
1: time with. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, but again, it's not for me. I I, I think I could have handled it because first of all, it's it's fiction, but second of oh, all, yeah. it's not, it's not human cruelty, you know, just like I, I, I can't stand seeing human cruelty, to other humans like which is fair, yeah. <laughs> like like in, you know, you you get your slasher films and stuff, but but you know, there's horror films where people are chained up and they're tortured and and, and god forbid whatever else. And that bothers me as much as when animals get tortured or hurt. Um, but oddly, yeah, like a, a regular slasher film or a pandemic film, you know, humans getting killed in a slasher film, it is what it is, while in a pandemic film, animals dying it's just you know nature or supernatural nature that does it, so I don't know it's just a side topic that we're we're, we're yeah. discussing it's, here that isn't necessarily that. directly related to this film here, but it's just an what we do topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um let mm-hmm. uh Sean we'll,
2: sets things off the rails. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we so, all
3: we all do that, trust
2: me. <laughs> um
1: but it's a good topic and people who want to uh email us at darkdiscussions at or press the contact us link on the dark dot com website. Uh you can give us your thoughts about uh human and animal deaths, what types bother you in films, what types don't bother you in films, and why, and we will gladly read your emails on the podcast, uh, and we would lo- always love to hear from you. Um, so, uh, Barry, uh, do we have a wiki? Well, we don't, there is
3: no Wikipedia page, but we usually go off IMDb, IMDb anyway, and there is something there. So, uh, wiki,
0: wiki, wiki.
3: Uh, the lives of ten strangers intersect through a terrifying chain of events as a mutating fungus begins to spread through a small town, wiping out everyone that comes into contact with it
1: all right there you go uh um so uh the question is uh well we'll we'll get into that in a second i don't want to want to say stay at the moment um but let's let me just let folks know basically folks who have stumbled upon us or, or have listened to us before they know a couple things first we usually discuss the film uh without spoilers you know just general things all in all Um, But if they are familiar with the podcast, uh, we don't just review films, we critique and dissect films. So after a certain point, we'll throw up a spoiler. And at that point, we talk about anything and and everything that fits our fantasy. And we will uh, talk about what we feel is important uh, or interesting. And as a result, that will cause a possible, um, I guess... Um the word would be spoilers.
3: I wanna uh, so I wanna say that come may come earlier in this one than usual because of its anthology nature, it's going to be very hard not to
2: spoilerize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think the spoiler warning should come up pretty soon.
1: <laughs> right. So before we do though, we we gotta uh uh we got a couple of things. So um all right, so basically the, the title of the film is Spore, and the IMDb stated uh, fungi and and whatnot. Uh, and let me just read that again for my own benefit out loud and anybody who's listening. The lives of ten strangers intersect through a terrifying chain of events as a mutating fungus begins to spread through a small town, wiping out everyone that comes into contact with it. Um, okay, so obviously this is a... I guess, a pandemic-type film, um fungus mutates, you know, all that stuff. So we've seen stuff like this, whether it's zombie-type films or alien blob films or whatever. You guys did Gaia,
2: right? Gaia. Gaia was a recent yeah. show that you watched that was pretty yep. similar.
1: Yep, Gaia, which is a South African film that was a, a topic on the dark discussions podcast itself um so folks may be interested in that uh, obviously film uh video games such as resident evil uh last, is of all, us. last of us yep well that's what i was gonna say last of us uh and this film here kind of is a up. Um, yeah. If you ask me. Same idea, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Dark Discussions Podcast, episode 505 is Gaia, G-A-I-A. Um, yeah, so a quote us up for folks who are curious is a type of fungi that um, basically takes control of the brain of an ant. And then it has the ant climb up trees and branches and twigs. And then it controls the ant's brain to basically... Pincer itself to the branch, and then it just hangs there and dies, and eventually the fungus gets to spread again at that point until the next ant comes, and so on and so forth. Um, so it's basically a fungus that takes over the brain. Um, this is kind of like that, but it's it could also even be more than that, and uh, we'll we'll get into that um, what What do we want to discuss uh specifically that um, we could without spoiling it?
3: Well, it seems to be taking place in the Midwest, possibly Michigan um, and the whole Northeast. It sounds like this is it's coming out of the Midwest and Northeast from the way the news sounds that we get to hear in the background, which we discussed that kind of earlier uh, how they did that. And I kind of liked it. I kind of liked hearing what's going on in the background and what kind of news information they're getting that is alerting them to the problem that they're all ignoring. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: yes well that I think that's pretty cool I, I just think we should have had more of local stuff because I, I still have no idea what the motivations of most of the characters were in this film we um, didn't have enough
3: time with each of them to really know that did we I mean it's just like the one guy what the heck was he doing out there he was just in some building
1: well this, this is a weird thing yeah, yeah. basically there's a guy <laughs> named Lowell Who goes around taking photographs and at this point we don't even know if the pandemic is well known yet if it's throughout the northeast except from i mean i mean again you know i mean i I still had no idea so was he out there because he's a photographer was he out there because my wife even said maybe that's where he grew up and he was just going to visit the old house that he lived in (laughs) um and then or is he running away from the police is he a homeless man i mean we just don't know and what we do
3: know is they're in area two which has been declared hostile from the beginning of the movie
1: all right see see and if you miss that when when these 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 radio announcements are made
3: you know that's the cell message the guy gets when he's like hey i've got some info to send you and then he gets a message saying get the hell out of there you go under
2: Sound an hour to get out dangerous.
1: of there. <laughs> yeah. Sound 2 is hostile now. Yeah, all right. All right. See, so you guys understood the film better than... I was completely confused, and my wife missed all that, too. Um,
2: and, like, the guy who was driving the, the Jeep or whatever that was... The yeah, that was, he that was low. Was, he was listening to all of the updates, but then not paying attention to them. Right. I mean, like, I don't know. It just, yeah, his motivations were weird, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, because why? why would you be in that area if the if you knew that it was there, you know what I'm saying you say you get out, i mean because again what what does Uh, what tier two mean or whatever you called it zone two zone two mean does that mean it's a no man's land does it mean that it's just like you know uh well um um, you know a hot spot for covid you know this week So here's you know i mean what's what does it mean
3: here's the thing that guy was out there investigating it first off i had a hard time believing that he would be by himself they'd usually be in teams at least two people i would think uh, so are we talking about the, the yeah. hazmat
2: guy or the photographer? The, ha-
3: the hazmat guy. The
2: hazmat guy. Okay. So yeah, he's so-
3: out there, he's investigating, he finds something bad, so he's, he's sending information back, and that's when he gets the message saying, This is a hostile zone now, which I assume means dangerous, and we can say that, you know, the government doesn't always tell us everything that's going on. So they may know this.
0: But right, what's but coming people over don't. the
3: news may not be exactly that. So you are hearing information, though, over the news. There's that guy that's in the hospital with the nurse, and they've cordoned right. themselves off from all the patients because the patients are starting to go a little monkey. Right. right, and um, then they say they want to burn down the hospital
0: <laughs> Right, right. later <laughs> and, on
3: in the film. Yeah. That's the most difficult part about this film is that everything's coming to you piecemeal through different sources – I mean, it's all the radio, but it's at different times, you're hearing different things, and it may not match other information that you're getting from another source.
1: Well, well, and all they had to do, which, which they finally do a little bit of it at the very end, is just have two people together talking. Like, like, what do you think's going on? Uh, uh, I heard, I heard in upstate New Hampshire, there was a problem or, you know, you know, but they don't have any because the your first character has a couple of satellite calls, you know, the hazmat guy, and then the Lowell, the photographer, he has no communication. And so you're already 30 to 40 minutes into the film and and you really still don't know what's going on. Yeah, You know, it's bad. You don't know yeah. how bad. You don't know how quick this is spreading. It
3: doesn't seem to spread instantly either. Like some of the people you think could have survived
1: if they weren't stupid.
3: Like, <laughs>
1: you know. Yeah, well, all right, let's 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 do this. Let's throw out the spoiler alert, and we're going to discuss everything and anything um, at this point. So if you haven't seen the film, you don't want it to be spoiled you know, you can shut off the podcast, go watch it, come back, or you could just listen and not worry about it. Um, but at least you, you got our idea, which is we both all three of us felt the film was decent. Uh that could have been really great, but yeah, you know, it's it's mixed. Uh so uh we will throw up the spoiler now and begin. Um well and yeah, that's the thing. It's like like Lowell, right? He's the photographer guy, he's the second character. Okay, he gets a, a wound in his leg. Yeah, so that, at that moment I couldn't
3: even figure out how he got it. I watched it twice. I still don't know how he got a cut leg. I, his I, I, I it's don't like He got to the vehicle, and he's like, "Ooh," and he's got a six-inch gash in his leg. But you don't see anything before that that shows how there he, was out.
2: there was a quick there was a quick spot where he where you see him running where he goes ah, right. and that was the the point where he got injured. So right, but well, yeah, but his it, way of dealing with it was weird. So. Well,
0: well, the
1: whole thing is it was weird too because even if it was his. Uh, I mean, it's it, We're following his perspective, so we should have saw him get the cut instead of him just going ah because yeah. he came around the trees and he just begins to limp. I go, why is he limping? Right. You know. But either way, um, the, f- first of all, I don't even know why. The, the, let's just talk about him first. So he's out there taking pictures of cornfields and uh, houses. <laughs> yeah, cemeteries, <laughs> yeah. a church, uh, an abandoned house. Um, And then he hears screaming and gunshots in the woods. The first thing people do when you hear screaming and gunshots in the woods is you call the police or you leave and you go to the police. You don't go in and go, gee, I'm going to go run to it and see what's going on. I would not be doing that. Second, after he gets the wound and it begins to fester, you go to the ER. Or or a walk-in clinic. You don't just sit sit there and just let it go. So, I I was completely confused what this guy was doing out there, who he was, what was his point, and why was he not calling the police about the gunshots and the screaming, and why wasn't he going to the ER or a walk-in clinic? Now it didn't fester immediately, right? It didn't. Yeah, Yeah, but but the very next day, you just go to. He didn't. He still didn't go. Oh, that, well, that, yeah. that night, that night when his, he saw it, you know, like eight hours later, and it was all fucked up when he woke up, you, you go. You wasn't it leave. the
3: same night that he sees the thing, though?
2: He, he, yeah, that's the thing, though, right? It's like, like, he gets if he, screwed by that thing. His, his decision-making process wasn't the best. But I, I was wondering, though, because I don't know if you caught it at the right at the beginning when the hazmat guy is doing his thing. And they're doing the radio talking about how the north part of the town has been shut down by a power outage and yeah, all the yeah. stuff that started to happen. And then the hospital stuff happens. And then I don't know if I'm trying to remember when he was. I think the, the cell
3: when, service was down and he does try his phone at one
2: point. I think I think so. And I the other thing I was thinking is that when he was listening to the radio, the photographer guy was listening to the radio um I'm not sure at that point if the hospital was like where it was starting to be like where they're starting to take people down and they are trying to barricade themselves and stuff, so I'm not sure i don't again, we don't know what the size of the the town was that they're right. they're from, so I'm assuming you'll, you only have well, one hospital will say I so, think everything happened well,
1: that night
0: well Utah, and, and, major and this, affected.
1: And this is this is the problem with this film, I think is that they should have let us know at the beginning. That the society is already gone to the pits, because otherwise there's no reason why he shouldn't have gone to the cops or or called them, never mind, or gone to the hospital um, at some point when when his leg began to fester. So, I. (sighs)
3: Because I think get, he was you, doing that the next day when he started driving, right? I mean, I don't
1: know if he was. No, no, no. no but he was already already fucked up then. I'm talking about he got sprayed, before yeah. he went out to see the monster, or get or or the spray or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, his leg was already beginning to rot. So at that point, I would have been out of there. I would have been, and also he had already heard eight hours earlier gunshots and. And screaming, and I gotta ask: Do you walk? Okay, you hear growling,
0: right in the
1: middle of the night.
3: Do right. you walk up to that and you see it's a hazmat suit? Do you go, "Hey, you doing okay?" Hey, and then you move the body, right. and then you get ba
1: on you. Okay, well, come on. Especially if it's a hazmat suit, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and even if you, I didn't know this was a horror film or a science fiction film <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. If I found a person in the middle of the woods. In a hazmat suit, unconscious or dead. I'm not touching them. (laughs) Because they're in a hazmat suit.
3: Well, he was in the water right by the cabin he was staying at, right? Right, right. Because he died right there, the hazmat suit guy, right into the water. that's,
1: That's right, that's right.
3: What I was thinking
2: about, like, is this like a cabin in the woods kind of thing? At this point uh, in the movie? Yeah, like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, and like, it just... I will say, like, again, because we're in spoiler territory, it seemed like people really made an effort to be in the spray radius of the creatures. Yeah. Yeah. They they all made really... Those are very questionable choices. And, like, if you had made one choice differently, you would not have put yourself in that situation. Or, right? So
3: there's a lot of bad decision-making in that regard. Well, and it didn't seem like it was something you would get unless it sprayed on you or something got in your wounds. So if you stayed away from it, you should have been okay. I mean, even the hazmat guy should have been okay, but he got enveloped by so much of that stuff that it had to get into his mask and stuff. Yeah, He he was going to (laughs) die. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the hazmat suit guy, him getting sprayed and effed up. Okay, fine. He, he had a hazmat suit on. But everybody else, when they came in contact with what they see, you're not going near it unless you're, a, you're an idiot.
3: Now, the girl that got into the car, that got in with love, yeah. Yeah. she, you know, they did it perfect because his one side looked fine. Fine. <laughs> the side that she could see. So she yeah. got in long enough, but once she knew, she should have jumped
1: out of the car. Yeah, that was Meadow. Yeah. Well, he yeah. hit
2: her though, right? Like I think what like, yeah, she yeah. realized, then he hit her and yeah. she was knocked out. That's, that's right. right. Like, at least that's what I took. So.
3: Oh, I didn't. Think yeah. She knocked out. I thought. No, no, I don't. What happened? It, she. Yeah, he they hit started her. Fighting. He hit her, but they started fighting, and then he. She tried to jump out, and he scratched her back at that point. So yeah, he right. hit her in the head. And she scrambled to get out, and then he scratched her back. And once that happened, she was done. I was like, "Okay, you're done now."
1: <laughs> right, right. Well, well, and, and to be honest, she seemed still okay at that point. It was l- later when she got infected. When she um, got
3: sprayed because she turned her back and
1: took yeah. so long. Yeah. Well, and her
3: back had the wounds, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, and, and the whole thing that her she I, I don't I don't understand these I would have burned him. Yeah, or, or yeah, just yeah, it was, well, it was I a girl. It was a, woman. It, it, it it was was a woman. woman. Yeah, it was a woman because there it was, it was two people. Oh yeah, the, the guy, guy was already burned, burned to dead. He suicided, yeah. and the woman who was already turning into the thing monster. And if you see someone that looks like that, burn not, it. You, and even if you don't want to burn it, you don't go up to it. You don't give it a shotgun, <laughs> right? It, but you, you don't even go up to it to, to touch it, right? it's monstrous right it's unnatural <laughs> you know I, I mean i'd have been I, in I, the
3: doorway I, looking at it going huh
0: um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> close I, I, the I, door
1: I, I, yeah i i think i would have just left because i i was like this there's disease here yeah. you know i'm like i'm, I'm out of here I, I might already really... be infected <laughs> So
2: well the Sean. only thing, uh, the only thing I was wondering is we don't know because I'm assuming that part of the process of spreading is that it takes control of you, right, or starts altering your actions, maybe. Right. So I'm wondering from the the back wound that she got from Lowell, if that was what was making her decision-making process so bad.
1: Sean, I would like to get spread. Sean, I would like to believe that. But, but I, think I, was, I don't. think, I think it it's. I think <laughs> it was bad writing. I think it was bad. Writing.
3: It was. It was bad writing. Yeah, that's exactly the motive. Bad writing coupled with not the greatest actors brought us that. Bad decision making. You know, just you could question pretty much everything any character did because they it went against their character's nature, or even human nature, for that matter.
2: Yeah, I'd go by human, more human nature because we don't really know the characters themselves that much, right? We only have this, right. the the very quick snapshots. So, but yeah, it was it was it was yeah, it was weird watching some of that stuff. Again, I will go back at least the synth musical score <laughs> kind of covered
1: some of the stuff up.
3: A, yeah, it kept uh, you tense regardless of what was going on. You're like, oh my
1: god, what's going to happen next? <laughs> yeah yeah i i mean I, I i didn't like the i liked the hazmat guy that that was an interesting scene i did not like lowell's character's scenes at all because he didn't you don't go into the woods when you hear gunfires and people and women screaming you don't um go to bed when you have a a wound like he has you don't go out and, and you don't go to the er or walking clinic you don't go out into the forest in the middle of the night when you hear growling and, and then lift up someone's head with a hazmat suit, you just don't do
3: it. It wasn't even normal growling. It was a weird growling that you'd probably never heard before, which would worry you more.
1: (laughs) Right. And then.
2: No, sorry. I was just going to say the one thing I did like though, is when the people were like in their death throes, the breathing, they really did a great job of just that respiratory of them struggling, we like, it's like, are they actually even conscious anymore? And they just have that really haggard, really
1: just... Oh, and keep and, breathing, right? And that that's the thing. That's that's not the problem of this film. The problem of this yeah. film <laughs> is 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 the the actions of the characters and and giving the audience enough information, mm-hmm. you know. And then Me- Meadows' character was terrible too. It gets in a car. With, First off, she's hitchhiking somewhere. Where in the middle of nowhere? That I yeah, that know. was that that was kind of weird. Where's she coming from? Yeah. So we don't know anything about her. She gets in the car with this guy, who is Lowell, who at this point is already turning into a spore creature. Uh, finally, he hits her. They fight. She runs out, leaves all her gear behind, which is fine because she's just got to bolt. Comes to a. Campsite where one body is burnt to a crisp sitting on a chair, and this other body is actually alive with a um a Norris belly from the thing where you know, like the the open like yeah. jaws. So, I wouldn't even go near that because it had it like tentacles, it, it
3: had, had teeth like and moving tentacles. tentacles and weird. It, stuff, had yeah. it had teeth, it had yeah, teeth. those big teeth. It was yeah.
1: becoming the creature we get to see at the we end. At the end, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's saying, "Burn me, kill me, whatever." And so she's going to burn it, but she didn't decide I can't do it because of you know humanity being a a humanist, if you prefer, or a religious, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. There's something about her. She just can't do it. So then she goes to the, the truck and just find a key to get the hell out of there. From the, and of course, she's not going to find a key. That's that's you know no one ever leaves a key in the ignition. That's just phony for films. And thank God they didn't go with that trope, but she finds a shotgun yeah. in there, which is kind of normal for campers, especially in Michigan. So she takes the shotgun and she goes back in and she can't shoot the shotgun to kill the, this is mutated woman saying, help me kill me, kill me. And so she goes over, touches the woman's hand, which is bizarre to put the shotgun in the woman's hand because basically she's basically saying you have to do it yourself and as she's walking out of the building the creature <laughs> the
0: more woman, ridiculous
1: when you tell it yeah the creature the, the woman the the spore woman blows her brains out but when she blows her brains out all the blood and gush girk, falls onto meadows back and it infects her and she becomes a spore person so it's like these people are stupid yeah Right. And I, then I think, I think that, that's the dumbest
3: part of the whole movie. I personally think what she did was really dumb.
1: Oh, it was her and yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, Lowell was pretty stupid too, but you're right. She's probably the worst of the bunch. Yeah, I would agree. Um, then the next scene is what Vera and Thomas, which is yeah. the older woman, right? Yeah. And that, that that this this is a really weird one too, because Vera is in this bedroom in the middle of the night with. This she's like, in the closet, yeah. She's in the closet because outside of the closet is what ben, we who
2: she killed, right?
1: yeah. Ben, so whoever Ben is, because it's it's we don't really ever understand who Ben is, maybe it's her second husband or something. I, I don't know, but she doesn't seem all that upset that he's dead, but she's very upset that she's trapped. And then Thomas, her son, comes and gets her out of the closet, and they, they kind of just ignore the body on the ground. And it, it, and it's just weird. And and I'm thinking, all right. So they do one thing, which is they put the placards up saying this is like 30 days later or something. So okay, so maybe the pandemic has spread. Yeah, because
3: there's snow now too, which was really yeah. disconcerting to me. Because yeah, it, yeah
2: I, I missed when it said October 22nd. So I'm like, holy yeah. crap, in one day it went to snow? This is not Canada? What's going exactly.
1: on here? Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because um, you know, New Hampshire, where I live is similar to Michigan in, in weather and uh it's very rare that we get snow in, even in October. But you know, I, I mean, maybe maybe they do here, but this is this isn't that far from Detroit. This, I mean, it's it's a couple of hours from Detroit, but it's like directly west from because the, the town at the end, Oscar or whatever it was. I actually looked it up and it exists. And it's only about two hours west of Detroit or so. So it's not like we're talking about the upper upper peninsula of Michigan.
3: So yeah, when I lived in Minnesota. It was very rare. And I was pretty I mean, I was midway up the state, maybe. More north than Minneapolis, that's for sure. Like maybe an hour and a half north of Minneapolis,
1: we would get snow before Halloween. Very rarely. Yeah, exactly. I've only had snow maybe once before Halloween in the past twelve years, so it was weird. But anyway, um, they're like they're inconsistent. Vera and Thomas, like who cares? You know, Ben's dead or whatever or whatever, and then Ben starts moving. You know he's turning into the spore monster, and and they're very nonchalant about it. And it's like, first of all, I'd be out of there just for the fact there's spores. And and they're just talking in the be- bedroom, and it's just weird. And then Vera is acting weird too. We gotta find our your your brother. We, we you know we'd have to find because obviously Thomas must be her son. And it's like. They're already gone, Thomas says. They, they they fled, and we don't know where they are. I don't know. It's just terrible. I think she
2: was in a state of shock or something is what I was going with, is that she was mm. in shock, and so that's why she wasn't – Because the thing is, too, like when she grabs her phone, her cell yeah. that she grabs, it's encoded in the blood. Like I don't yeah. – again, I don't know. Does it have to be just like through a wound that you get infected, or could it be just through skin
1: contact?
3: Or can you breathe it? Or breathe spores, it. Or right? you could breathe it
1: in my Yeah. Opinion. Well the based off the beginning, the very first scene of the film, it looked like you could breathe it because they showed the spores being shot out of the creature. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Out, out of the fungi. But but either way, Thomas and, and Vera are just a stupid they were terrible. Thomas goes, Uh so they hears something out in the outside as they're about to leave, you know, in the car. i getting out of my car now. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. Vera says it could be our our son, our brother, your brother. And it's like, okay, so all we had to do was scream, "Hey, uh, Joe, you're out there, Joe, Joe!" And if no one answers, you don't. That's it. Put You'll the be, window down. You
3: don't even have to get out of the right. car, <laughs> right?
1: But then he decides to go around in the back, and it's just he gets oh, sprayed so. with stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just so stupid. I was like, oh my god, this movie. Is so these people are so stupid, <laughs> um, and. And then, I don't know, and then they head to um,
3: a car place, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. They, basically, they own like a car a repair shop, him and his brother or something. And who are the people in there? Was it? Was it? I think that was bro- his
2: the brother and the kids. And yeah, so they, because they, he, he talks about or he hints about being a survivalist, right? And he's going yeah. to get his supplies and he's like hesitant to tell his mom or admit to his mom that he's a survivalist. Right. And so, like, that's the reason they're going to that place is to pick up those supplies and stuff that he's got set aside. And I'm assuming that's what happened with his brother and uh, his nephew and niece is that the, however they got the infe- infected, they ended up being there. and then Yeah, the they never made the it farm, out so. of town.
3: They never yeah. made it out of town. Where he thought they had made it out of town, they did not. No. Right, right.
2: I wonder, too, though, it's like, again, I, I think i or thinking about this. Is, how conscious are you? in this because like once you become a spore monster is it like you're completely gone or is there some semblance of consciousness awareness it can't take like, you over in
3: instantaneously office? i don't think i think it would spread through your over brain over time right yeah and then all of a sudden you're completely controlled but until that point you're and i think it probably takes a while like that person that was like mostly whoa. decomposed they oh, were right yeah. they
1: attacked
3: they were definitely totally taken over at that point. There was no consciousness in their brain left anymore. They were just controlled by the spore.
1: Yeah, because like Lowell, when he picks up Meadow, the hitchhiker, he's still partly human. Yeah. And then as he's driving, he suddenly turns into the spore monster, basically. Right. His brain goes and he attacks her. It's probably
3: partial too. like he could probably resist it. At some point, the resistance gets harder and then, you know, whatever.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, yeah, so it's it's just a uh, a strange thing the the whole Vera and Tom thing. I, 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 yeah, and their and their their acting was pretty bad too. Meadow was mediocre, and both Vera and Tom were bad actors for sure. Yeah, they, Vera definitely. Um, yeah, well, Tom wasn't. Isn't that bad actress?
2: Too. She was okay. in Night of the Living Dead originally, wasn't she? Which one? That I don't know. I, I, was it Jeannie Davis, I think her name is or whatever that I think she was in oh yeah genie je-
1: Jeannie Jeffries, the, the, the yes, vera I'm the woman. that knows about yeah gone right. uh, in Dawn of the dead, okay, yeah, blonde zombie, okay, but she was just to play the zombie, so it was not like like she <laughs> a, a real role um so yeah that uh, yeah, and so basically they get attacked because one of the four, his brother. Is in the back seat because his his
0: sister. Yeah, they're driving the,
3: they're driving the car
1: away. Yeah, and some yeah. beat. Yeah, and he he gets killed. So Thomas gets taken out, and Vera like flees the car, and, and then they cut from her, and uh, that's the end of that story. And then well, and the you don't know story? what happened to her because
3: she right. had a
1: knife, and then
3: like the car is shaking, and then it goes off to the next scene. So you have no idea yep. what happened to her at that point.
1: So did she? Um, yeah. So she just runs away or whatever. So, so what's the next scene?
3: Then it's uh, the the guy and the, the girl medic.
2: who has that. Yeah, the medic.
3: The guy and the medic. Who's that? The girl oh, with the medic. Uh, she was in the little place protecting herself, and he just oh, so the very last scene, basically. It is, yeah. Well, it's not yeah. the last scene. There
2: is right, two, yeah. right, right. But, but
1: it's the yeah. it's the last two last two characters introduced.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, then there's the other one too, Lily, the wife, who ends up being brought in, right?
3: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But you don't really even get to see her much. <laughs> She's yeah, and, in, and, and I, was, I wasn't even sure if it if it was the wife. Was it what is, is his guy's wife? It was his black guy's yeah.
2: wife. Yeah, yeah. All right. All and
1: right. that's why
2: he started being weird. <laughs> or
3: that's what I assume.
1: Yeah, because it may, it made no sense why, why he was doing what he was doing. Um, otherwise, and, and even then... Especially like, from
3: what he said before then.
1: Yeah, I mean, he... Yeah, I mean, he knew... He already knew that anybody that's infected is gone, so it's like, why was he acting that way?
3: And he's telling this medic that anything, they should not get in near any of these people. They should go to one of those places that's supposed to be safe for people. First off, we have no idea how fast this has moved, but
1: I, it's hard for me to believe there's safe harbors already. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's true. Well, and, and you know what? I would have thought at that point, if he already he's saying this about um, people and that they're they're gone, if, if you found a, a family member that became infected, what you would want to do is put them out of their misery, similar to, you know, you know, your, your, your fur, fur family when they get sick and die. Right. I, I mean, you don't say, well, we're going to just let them be here and spread he the disease. Yeah. He's like, I don't care if we get infected. If any of us get infected.
0: <laughs> yeah. It
1: was very weird. I, I, you know, you know, you don't want to kill your family member, but your family member is, is, a spore monster now. But see, I wonder,
2: though, because he, he had that wound in his hand. Again, so this is where I'm wondering of, like, how long, like, maybe yeah. the transformation stuff takes longer, but, like, how quick the mind control is. Because he had the wound in the hand. We never get explained as to how he actually got it. I assume he was fighting with something.
3: Yeah, he's right? like, no, 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 you don't understand. No, no, don't, it. not you, what don't you, you think. think. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh, you know, maybe there's, like, the break that he has. And that explains then the, the ridiculous choices that are made after the fact, but I don't know. You know what? I, I would I would
1: love to believe that, but again, I don't know. It doesn't explain
0: the bad, medic,
3: right? because he, she's like, once you go out of here, I'm not letting you back in. I'm letting you back in. What does if- she <laughs> do? She lets them back in. I'm like, you are an idiot. What are you
1: thinking? But, but not just lets him back in, but lets in back in an infected person. Right. Right. The and and there's, and there's something banging on the on on the garage door. Yeah.
2: The thing that I thought was also funny with her behavior is that she was really posturing when the guy first got into her secret place. Right. And then and like, she gets hot.
1: And then she so, just like, "Well, I, you know what? The reason she this is this is one I'll forgive because I thought it was actually pretty good. She's saying you you know b- being like posturing and all that, and then she, he goes what are you going to do?' And then you know you, you f- suddenly figure out, oh she doesn't have a gun. She has no weapons. So she was just faking it. So There were axes and shit on the wall. I know, but but, but, I know, but I mean, all that guy has to do is grab one of those axes too and who's going to win? A a five foot two woman or a six foot two guy, you know? So she was at that point survival mode and she she was smart enough to know, I'm not going to be able to kill this guy with an axe. So she postured as if she had a gun, but then when he called her out, she had to back down because she didn't have a gun. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But once he was out of the building, she. Should oh have yeah, she let just, him back in. That yeah, was just exactly. stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and, and to be honest, at, at that point, I don't even know if I would have let the guy in in the first place because. Oh, no, no, he's he, aiming. Yeah, yeah. I, I was mean, unlocked, she, which is even more dumb. Just more
3: ridiculous. <laughs> right,
1: right, exactly. Who the hell leaves it, dude? I don't leave my door unlocked in a non-pandemic, and I live right. in the middle of nowhere. So you know, it's not. So it's like, why would you have your your door unlocked? That was the stupidest thing ever. That was. She already knows done. there's a problem, obviously, but she's got an yeah. unlocked door. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's there's a, there's a lot of problems with the way people acted in this film I,
3: I, I, I thought it that. was interesting though that the wife had like what looked like a slug on her back well, of, I think it was like and, a baby thing baby it might have been but it, it, oh, I,
1: I thought it was I thought it was a, a mushroom
3: it might have been well, but it infected her through her shirt Right, it had tendrils that were going into her
0: and then he ripped yeah. it out
3: and that was right. delightful <laughs> and then that little
2: baby creature comes out and then you get you she runs out and then sees the big uh, which is the thing that like kind of pulled me away was like when they it showed the me out the of movie. the movie this was like the big little cre- the big creature, you're like okay, this is like this is like almost um little shop of Horrors or something <laughs> like <laughs> kind of level of um okay, I'm not so scared anymore, <laughs> or I'm not as uh vibe with that anymore, so but like her, like getting scared, and then you hear the guy obviously getting attacked by whatever the baby thing is in the garage or whatever, and then she somehow secures the military vehicle. So,
3: yeah, I her. thought that good was weird her. too. Where'd that <laughs> military vehicle come from?
2: Unless she was a medic for the the military or something, and that's how it might seen. have been.
3: National Guard. They didn't really say, so it's possible. But well, and, and that's the problem is they they don't develop
1: these characters well enough, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and, and I, I mean, based off of what we saw of her prior to that, she just seemed like some woman that was smart, that was hiding out in a garage with with supplies. Well, and you don't even find out she's a medic
3: till like halfway through their encounter.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was like just came out of nowhere. you right. right. I'm yeah. a medic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fix my wife then. Damn it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, all right. All right. That's that's fair that, you know, if we come in blind, we're not going to know that she's a medic either. Right. But but again, if the character was developed earlier, you know, like maybe they show her that's another problem. Maybe they should have had a, a 15 minute or 10 minute beginning where we saw all these characters pre-pandemic, yes. and we knew who they, what they were. We could have saw her in it. We, they could have just had a scene where we see her walk in and get into an ambulance at, with the EMT jacket, and that would have been enough. You well, know, how most of
3: these I was going to say, that's how most of these anthologies work. You get a little pretext, then you see how they all connect together. Right. Well, yeah, there was nothing a nothing about these characters. They just all get connected one by one by one by one. As they all get infected or whatever. But yeah. uh, like
2: I was thinking, it was like, again, because I think the movie was only, what, 93 minutes, right? Yeah. And it was the one time I'm thinking, like, if you could have added more time and it yeah. actually would have made the movie better, because then right. yes, you could have shown clips. You didn't have to go super in depth, but yeah, you, you only given needed f- glimpses five before, minutes. right?
1: You could have five minutes. You could have a, a, a 30 second scenes with all these characters. You could have a 30 second scenes with Lowell, uh, Lowell talking to somebody uh, about how. Uh, He's a photojournalist, and he's going to go up North because he heard there was something weird up there. So I'm going to take pictures. Okay. There, boom, we got that. Then we could have had a uh, uh, meadow. Um, I'm going camping with my uh, myself. Yep. I mean, I just want to do, you know, before I go back to college, I'm going to do a, a, wa- a one mile hiking trip or something, you know, and then with, this chick here, they could have had her just, like I said, walk over to an ambulance and get in with an and have an EMT jacket on. You know, that's all you
3: needed. You could have done that with all these characters. Um, she could have been in the hospital that was about to get overrun or something. You know, I mean, it could have been there right. could have been little interspersed scenes throughout that just gave you a little more context.
1: Well, and, and that's the thing. Is that right? All right. Let me compare this movie to Black Summer. Okay, season 1 of Black Summer. Very
3: good comparison cuz I was thinking of that show yeah. as I was watching it because the way they were doing the little interludes and everything of e- Yeah, right.
1: Right. Yeah, but yeah. but with those characters, you learned everything within 3 minutes of meeting them. Right. You know, like when we met uh the 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 guy from Texas, we we learned literally in in like a minute that he was on vacation uh or no, he was there for some reason from conference, and that he he put up telephone wires, and his family was still down in Texas. and that's it and then son, you know we find out that she can't speak English and she's korean and and then the beth uh what Beth or what a Helen or whatever her name was in the back seat you know she Uh, When it goes through the windshield. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. We and they, we were with them for five minutes, and we learned everything about those people. It was enough to make you feel bad when Beth dies. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, and and that was, and and again, that's a show. So you can have build. No time to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but but they didn't. They they just had a scene, a three minute scene, and we learned everything about the three characters in the car. You know, and you, three you get their
3: motivations even that fast. You know exactly. what they're trying to do. Right. Exactly.
2: And the other fun part was that it was filmed in Calgary. <laughs> Which <laughs> sure, so yeah. I to, like I still so like got to see all the different places, hey, I know that place, I know that place, I know that place. <laughs> That's, That's <cool>. always fun.
1: <laughs> so 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 yeah, I mean so and I think that's the problem with this this film here is they didn't have any of that. Yeah. So so these just characters just pop up. We don't know anything about them. They're acting very weird and stupid. Uh, we don't know how bad the disease is, and even if we didn't, if, if it was us, we would have not acted any of the way those people acted. Right. I think
2: that's the one drawback with like I do like the way of trying to share the exposition by the the, the radio broadcast. But it's also the job, Doc, because then, yeah, you don't have any other ways of bringing out the actual characters except by whatever crazy actions they decide
3: to do. And then you there's just almost, think, there's almost there's almost no doing, talking in the first forty five yeah, minutes, right? right. Aside right. from the
1: radio. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, the only character that we know anything about in the first forty five minutes is the hazmat person because he has a hazmat suit on, and, and we, we know the cell phone, it, right. so we get some information <laughs> right. from that fun and Meadow and the two campers that Meadow find that are burned and, and whatever. We don't know anything about those characters. We don't know anything. And we still don't even know who Ben is, the guy that was dead in Vera's. Right. You know, so it's like we don't we didn't learn anything. And I don't know. It just upset me.
2: I thought it was fun, though, that I think Brian Hillard is the guy who was the hazmat guy.
1: Yeah, he's he the one a... who
2: did the effects.
1: That's correct. Yeah, oh, that so is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that is, is that is cool. Yeah, I, I thought that was cool as well, um, to learn that. It, although you he, he never get to see his face.
0: The, no, his you face don't. Face.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, so he got his cameo um, to play the, the hazmat guy in the first 15 minutes of the film. Um, well, and then we have the end with two people left,
3: uh, Vera and, I guess, Serena. Serena, yeah. It. Um, and Serena's driving away in a military vehicle. We don't know where that military vehicle came from. I did question
1: that. Well, that's another um, thing. Like, like, that would have been a great thing if she was just walking and and she finds an abandoned vehicle. You know, we don't yeah. even know. Yeah, we don't yeah. know nothing. We don't know nothing. So anyway,
3: continue. And uh, she sees Vera at the side of the road, and you see him kind of far away as she pulls over for this person in the distance. You don't know it's Vera at that point. Um, she pulls over, and she asks her if she's okay, because she is bleeding, I believe. Yeah. Um, <sighs> like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm fine. And, of course, she takes her word for it because she said so. But anyway, she said
2: she wasn't okay. That was the fun part, because when she asked well, her for the first yeah, time, you're right. I'm are right. okay.
3: I'm like,
2: <laughs> okay, that, that's fine. Enough for me. Thank you. Take care. She,
3: she meant that mentally, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She uh, gets in the car with her, and I'm still thinking Vera's infected, because that's just my mind. But Cause, um,
2: you, I kept thinking, because I had to watch it the second time to catch it, because I kept thinking her right side. You know how like Lowell had his left side all yep, covered? Yep, right, I thought right, she right. was hiding her right side, so you couldn't see it. Once she gets in the vehicle, you can see that she's not yeah. infected. Or at least And it has been
3: her. long enough that she shouldn't be infected from what we've seen, but it seems yeah. variable, so I'm not positive. But it's kind of like a... A thing ending where the yeah. two people are left, and you don't know if one of them is infected or not.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but again, you know, you just have one drive into where this this uh, safety zone, and he, yeah, she Columbus. picks up. Yeah, and she. And another thing is too is that, that bothered me too is that we see her Vera and her know each other as if they're like best buddies. You know, and I guess that's fine. But again, that would have been nice if we saw her, like something, you know, when she walks into a coffee shop and says, Oh, hi, Vera, how are you doing? And then she goes right. over to the ambulance and gets in the ambulance, and then boom, okay, we got it. That's all one, they had to do. I know? have two
3: problems with the ending as well. One is that Serena does say that those are like a time bomb waiting to go off going to one of those places. So that just rang false to me that they would go there. And right. two, that. Um, yeah, that's right. She said that to Israel. What, she said that to Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what was the other thing now? No, I think I forgot it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that was one of the satisfying parts.
1: No, I'll think of it. Um, yeah, there was two re- things that you didn't like about the ending. One was that. Oh, here's the other one. Neither of them deserved to be alive.
3: <laughs> they didn't do anything <laughs> smart to be there. Yeah. So there was nothing that
1: made me feel like they deserved their ending. Right, right. Well, that's the thing. Even even Lance in Black Summer, you know, the, the incompetent slob in, in season one, was still a survivor because he outran and he did it. You know, so so and you and you rooted for him. Well, yeah, Vera and Serena did nothing. It was like dumb luck. Stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and well, dumb luck is fine. I, I mean, I, I've said that when we interviewed um, John Hyams for Black Summer. Um, I actually said that. I said, you know, well, I, you don't know, you had, you know, because he had characters like Lance and stuff, and Boone, that I think was the other guy's name, that just survived. And again, a lot of the smartest people could get wiped out immediately because if you don't know there's a zombie apocalypse, or if you just happen to walk into a room and suddenly someone is a zombie, you're dead. While if you're stupid, you know, if you're out in the middle of the woods fishing that day, you're you're okay, so it, it,
3: that's fine if it's just dumb luck. But well, dumb luck, yeah, it's different than not being. You know, you're not necessarily being dumb to get where you are. <laughs> like right. they, you know, it's an accident. But they just even, I don't know, oh, they, were they, yeah, were they were just stupid people. Yeah, they were stupid people. Dumb. They didn't deserve yeah. to live. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They yeah, should yeah. take
2: their odds to Vegas because like, yeah. they're yeah. on quite a roll. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Serena, to allow. Uh, Israel back in with it Lily, and Lily having that crap all over her, um, and then they actually she, uh, Serena actually grabs the mushroom and to rip it no, out of her. no, no it, was, it was it was him, him, him. your okay. okay. hands okay.
3: though I've been like I'm Fair grabbing hands, something yeah. else to pull
1: that yeah out. Out. And, well you know that's the thing is that even even at that point Serena. I think I would have just left, or or I, I would have took an axe to him and just killed him. <laughs> when because the axe like,
3: was moving. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. When 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 they're not when 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 Israel is is over her bo- Lily's body and ripping out fungi, it's like okay, he's he's now infected, so I'm, I got to take him out, or right. so or or I just get the hell out of there. I'm not I staying. Should have left. Yeah, right yeah, out the yeah. door while he's staring yeah. at his wife. Exactly. So, I, hey, I let I me pull
2: this this pulsating thing on the back to see what it is. Oh, good! It's shooting yeah, stuff
1: at me. Right. Yay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I I did like the um, the spine ripping out sound yeah. effect because they did talk about that in one about of the about that
2: happening. Yeah. Yeah.
1: At the I think it was the hospital. people. At the hospital, it was. Yeah. 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 So that was kind of cool to actually see it happen. Um, but again, it shouldn't. We should have never seen it happen because. You're not gonna let those people in. You know? I, mean, I did
3: like his irrationality at that point where he's like, Do something for her. 'Cause you know <laughs> It's like, I think, all right, let's I take think... an axe to her and get her. out. But you I think her husband would act might act that way. So it was believable to me where he's just like, You're a medic, do something.
1: Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I I could understand people being shocked and stuff, but this guy has been around long enough. Like he he said, he gave a whole explanation of why you stay away from these people. If you're infected, it's all over. The best thing to do for them is to put them out of their misery. You know, just get it out. And then when his wife's there and he knows his wife can't be cured because there is no cure, you think he would have went to the wall, got an axe, and killed his wife. And 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 again, I I don't mean that to sound horrible, but you know, you know. I mean, she was dead already. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. It, exactly. It's like when when you have a pet that is is really not going to make it, you have to make a, t- a tough decision. And this is the same thing, you, especially this. But this is worse because this is someone that then can affect you and attack you because they become monsters. They become zombies, basically. Fungi mo- zombies. Yeah, what's that? I have a question for you. Did you guys ever watch Arrested Development? I did not. I've seen there's, a couple
3: episodes, but that's about it, yeah.
2: There's one character named Job, and he has these pills called forget-me-nots, and he just takes them whenever he wants to forget something bad that happened. And then he just, <laughs> he just like, wakes up, and then he's like, I don't know what happened, and starts anew. It felt like certain people were taking forget-me-nots <laughs> in the midst of this situation.
3: Well, this is a point where they could have had an extra character who gave that exposition rather than him, because once he gave that, it gave him a certain character, and then he reversed all of those attributes to protect his wife, and that
1: rang false. Right, right, and and to be honest, again, this is his wife and not just some random person, but we've all had to make these tough decisions with a pet. So if you have it, it's it's the same it's it's like you 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 have to make a tough decision and I cannot see him suddenly just becoming a buttering fool that contradicts everything he just said right
2: Well, especially when he talks about the member had their kids they lost their kids right or at least that's what I thought it happened is that they Right, lost right they lost their kids right. so if you were willing to deal the stuff with your kids I don't know then right. what changed with your wife and, I, right. and I, again it, you could say it's grief, the same principle. grief grief hits people in different ways and i can understand that but yeah to go from one minute being like mr logical rational person to right. literally being the, the the diametrically opposite to that right you, you, there was just okay that shift doesn't right. feel right
0: well
1: right right and, and it's not like the person's in the hospital dying of cancer or 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 hepatitis or, or something that's just or COVID or whatever, it's yeah. someone. It, it's a- actually a p- person that's going to get up and be- become a corpse monster. Yeah. So it's it's you know in other words they're a threat to everybody. You know I mean it's not like they 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 just have COVID or AIDS or cancer or some other you know terrible disease that they have to be in the hospital and then they unfortunately just pass. It's it's an actual disease that works very quick you know in 24 hours if not sooner and it turns you into basically a zombie
3: so like I said to- they needed a third character that was not sick at this point that could have given that exposition and then I'd have been okay with it because then we didn't have a character that turned entirely into a, another whole character
0: yes
1: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um, actually yeah They what they should have done was have Serena be that character and she's could the have one done that, that talks yeah. about, it. because she's, I mean, she's already locked medic. herself in. Yeah, she's a medic. She's probably seen stuff. She's locked herself in a room where she has three weeks rations when he comes in and he's going, what do we do? What do we do? You can't. She should have said, if they're infected, I've seen it on the front lines. They become cordyceps monsters. You got to take them out and you can't be near them because, you know, basically she could have said everything he said. Mm hmm. And then when the wife came, and he starts acting like a jackass, I'm like, okay, that's good. because Grab the axe. Yeah, because she was the one that said it. Serena, not, not Israel. Think yeah.
3: of how awesome a scene that would have been while he's just standing in front of the wife being stupid. If she'd have grabbed an axe off the wall and hacked him down and then her, that would have been
1: a great scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or or she, she he she hacked her. And then he flips out even more. And then you yeah. got to, you know, and then, and then he, they run outside and then the worm monster gets him and she keeps on running or something. Yeah. I mean, there's so better many better ways. There's so many better things they could have done than have, I mean, I know they wanted it, and they still could have brought Lily in and showed us all that cool special effects in the spine and all that. And then have her, you know, do what she did. How did that scene even end? She just finally runs out of the room, right? The room, runs out yeah, because he gets really splattered. But she he gets splattered by the gook. Yep. yep. She and runs then out, she sees the creature
3: that's hitting the door. Yeah, the worm monster. Why is and he just, doing that? I have no idea. Maybe it can sense the other one in the wife. The little baby know. Know. there. Yeah. yeah. And then uh,
2: and then you hear him screaming assuming to his death. Right. Yeah.
3: And then
2: she mm-hmm. runs.
1: Yeah. Right, right. Right. It would have been cool if we saw the lily monster, kill him. Yeah. Know, but maybe, they, maybe they didn't have the money for those effects. I, I don't know. But, but yeah, there, there was a, some unfortunate things. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the way the movie ends, it's kind of, I mean, I read reviews and they, says, they said, uh, if you expect the movie to end it with a bang or something, don't. Um, because it's really just Vera gets in the car. We didn't even know they knew each other. And then they decide to head off to somewhere that, and that's it, to a safety zone, which earlier she said she wouldn't go to because all Life. you be, need is one person, you know. And this is um, the funny thing is, speaking of Walking Dead and, and zombies and all that other crap, when I saw the season two of The Walking Dead when they're in the prison, I never liked that because if say say all you needed was one person to have a heart attack and croak. And then that's a zombie, and then everybody in the in the prison's dead. So I always said I was talking to people like Mike, co-host Mike from Dark. Of what, they should have locked everybody into their own separate cells, unless or, or couples if they're married or whatever. And then in the morning, um, you know, maybe have two people or three, or three people have have uh, keys that opens it up in the morning. Because if someone croaks in the middle of the night with all those doors open, everybody's dead. Because
3: uh, you, know. you gotta have
1: a guard at least that stays in
3: place. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. If you didn't have a good
3: guarding system or anything. I always thought, but that but, yeah,
0: but you at
1: least need two guards because two if guards. the guard croaks, then you know, he becomes the zombie, right? Well, so they,
3: they don't separate; they're always together. Right. So <laughs> you don't so
1: off somewhere by yourself. So so when she was saying all that, she was saying everything I always felt. Uh About season two of The Walking Dead, which is you don't go to those places because if one person gets infected, it's it's doomsday for everybody, and and yet that's where she's going at the end. Yeah, that's
3: one of my biggest criticisms of The Walking Dead is that they don't have good guard systems. Right, right. In in any of the any of them, Fear the Walking Dead, same way they're all like that. I would have. A very good system of guarding, so that nobody was, because they have scenes in that show where like whole host of people get head tacked and killed because one
1: dead one person dies and kills everybody. Right, right, because it's it's not even worrying about zombies, right, attacking the place. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's just having someone unfortunately passing away over overnight. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know? someone gets some a, a pneumonia and or the influenza and they die. You know, and and then poof, they're a zombie. So. Um, yeah, so it was it was weird that she would agree to go to those places, and, and I thought she was brilliant, because when she said that thing, not only was I saying that's exactly how I feel, but she is safe all, all alone, or with maybe one or two other people if, that she really knew, not just random people like Israel running in, in a, a building like she was, where she was safe. She was the strongest character, for sure. Yeah, and yet she was an idiot, too.
3: Right, but she's yeah. still the strongest character of the whole movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess, and 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 yet I wouldn't want to be near her either because she's a knight.
3: She <laughs> let Vera in the car. I wouldn't have done that. I'd have driven past Vera.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, again, it, the way she pulled over, it seemed like they knew each other like really well. So maybe I, if if I saw you on the side of the road, I'd leave you, you, know, you it, Phil. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. but my point is is that i know sean and i know you probably maybe less well than she knew vera you know they live in the same town and they see each other every day probably so i i don't know but you know so i would probably pull it over too but um i i i mean at that point i would say might you know take off your clothes, so I, I make sure you don't have no spoilers. I to see yeah. every inch of that body yeah. before I let you yeah. in the car. Yeah, yeah, could <laughs> yeah. be wounded yeah. anywhere. Right, and 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 then they get in the car and they just drive off, and that's the end of the film. It's like that was kind of a lame ending. It's like what? Yeah, so my, my wife didn't like the film at all. Um, she she just thought it was very slow, boring. Didn't give us another answer, enough answers, and Did not and live stuff. up to the trailer for sure. The trailer was awesome. What was your line was at awesome. the end
2: where it says about we have to get through this together? Which seemed like antithetical to what you've just pointed out that <laughs> like getting people together isn't the option, so it's just an odd right. choice. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well so, and it, this because But I will say spore. for one it happened.
3: Yeah, I well, mean you, you know what this is a spore, so anybody could get it could be airborne for all we know. I mean we right. don't know well, well,
1: and and the thing is, see that that there they could have been some better writing for the script right there because Vera could have, you know, if Vera is the weaker of the two, I, I don't know, Vera could have says, well, what do we do? What 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 happens? What do we? And you know, we could have had Serena turn and say, you know what, you found me, I found you, so obviously we're together. You know, we we will get together through this together, you know, or something like that. And then it would have made sense. But her right. to just say. We're here and we're together and we'll get together. We have to do it together. And it's like it just came out of nowhere. It was just like a bad line. Yeah. yeah so I'm glad you called that out, Sean. It was a, that was a bad line.
2: It almost felt like they didn't know where to go. Like in the actual telling of the story, like you had a like really neat idea,
1: but oh, it's a great idea. You got
2: to a point where you're just like almost got too smart
1: for yourself. Yeah, yeah, and, I, 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 yeah. The, yeah, they were trying to trying to. I think they thought, oh, this would be cool to have, was- have these radio announcements, which they were pretty cool. But again. Yeah. They they didn't they didn't give us enough about is the whole world collapse and that's the reason they're not calling the, the cops or they're going you know and then later on they go we couldn't call the cops but then someone says we can't call the cops and go yeah but we can you know so I don't know but anyway what are you gonna say Sean?
2: well it it reminds me a little bit of even like you're talking with Walking Dead where they get to the point where they're just we're gonna do a swerve for the for for a swerve that's it. We're going to do stuff that isn't going to make sense and it's going to piss people off because it's going to get a talk. Like, it feels like it's in that kind of vein where it's just like you're doing things. There's no real reason why you're doing them, you know, and like with Walking Dead, it just got to the point where it's so, like, so annoying. Like, why do I want to get invested when you're not even doing storytelling anymore? You're just trying to do shock.
3: Yeah. And there's no
2: legit... There's nothing that supports that or makes it worth continuing investment right. right and i'm not right. saying it was this bad in this movie but walking dead it was horrible
1: <laughs> right right right. but in this movie I uh, and, and you know you guys i know barrett was was watching a film and he was texting to, with amy uh another co-host on on the network and and saying saying like who the hell goes into the woods and you hear a growl <laughs> like that? Who the hell lifts lifts a, a head up of, of a hazmat suit? Or who the hell doesn't go to the ER when when they their whole leg is black? Who doesn't? Who walks into the woods when there's someone shooting and you hear a woman that could be? Uh, be murdered or raped or tortured it's like you, you, you call the cops Why? and then he he doesn't find anything and he still doesn't call the cops and it's like why did he call the cops or get well, his other car interest drive to the cops
2: the other you one know? that Lowell was great about was you hear the growling outside 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 and you're you freaked out you see a headless body and a head crawling off in another direction you run to your back to the, the place, and then you hear the noise
3: upstairs. Let's go see Let's what it
2: is.
1: Let's go look
3: with the flashlight pointed down until the very end, and
1: then you point it when you're right there.
3: Also,
1: also, another weird thing about this film is – all right, so we see the satellite phone or whatever the phone is with, with the hazmat guy. So I'm assuming it's modern day, meaning 2021. 20, oh, yeah. So where the hell are all the cell phones? They 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 literally just made them as if they didn't exist. I don't I don't remember seeing many cell phones at all in this No moment. no yeah no except for one uh, when it, that was in the truck. You no, know Vera's,
3: Vera's cell phone
2: in her sequence right when she yeah, pulls that's, it that's, from the blood.
1: Yeah, yeah that's that's the one right right yeah but but it's like why doesn't everybody else have health, else have a cell phone Why didn't Lloyd, uh, Lowell have a cell phone And and if he didn't have a cell phone Why didn't he get in the car that after he heard the screaming and the gunshots. He could, and plus he has a wound now in his leg. You know what? I'll just go downtown, and and, and get my leg checked, and tell the cops what I saw. And he doesn't do that. And then me- and then Meadow walking back and forth. I'm. I can't. You just leave the building. Get the hell out of there. Or you burn it all down, or blow the brains out of of the woman that's screaming, "Help me!" I, I mean, kill me. Just kill me because you don't touch it, especially when when it's chest. Has teeth because I thought it was going to close on her and it didn't. Right. And then, and then, um, Vera and, and, okay, so, so anything the, the, up to Meadow was October, but after Meadow, it's a month, I mean, it was September. After Meadow, it was 30 days later. So the people who are acting weirder and 30 days later, like when Ben is laying dead or, or becoming a spore monster on the floor of the Vera's bedroom they're not as concerned or, or, you know, so maybe they know what's going on, but, but first of all, who's Ben, wouldn't you be sad that Ben's dead unless he's a nobody. And who is Ben? Why is uh, Ben
2: in her, why is Ben in her room then? (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Right.
1: Exactly. It's it's either someone in her family that lived in the house or he's a nobody. And we we, would never explain that. So when Tom comes, he says, "Who's that? Was that Ben?" You go, "Yeah, that was Ben." It's like, okay, so are you sad? Is he the next door neighbor, or is he your stepdad? Well, who is Ben? Is he your bro- is Vera's brother? Yeah, you know, but we don't get that. And then, um, and then of course, you know, we we already discussed Serena and Israel. How Israel says all these things, and then he's completely different. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, it just upset me, the film. The
2: one thing that I will say, though, and I'll come back to it, is, you know, aside from the musical score, which, again, was awesome, the was creature awesome. designs were cool. The creature's designs, like the creature, like the mummified creature, the woman, the girl who is Serena's sister in the cabin, like the tent, right, that the yep. hazmat yep. guy comes across. That was awesome, too. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. The, the The sequence with the two kids, where the one kid, like – when they only show the, the back shot and she has like the, the Demogorgon flaps. Yeah. That was cool. Like there were some really cool different designs and like different iterations through the process. That was really cool. Yeah. And that again, it's like they put, there was like, it was, I guess it's weird to like, there are certain things they put so much detail in and then the things that you would think you would put detail in, they did for some reason.
1: Yeah, so if to watch the reason to watch this film is for the special effects and the music, that's the two reasons to watch the film. Because the, not, the, acting. The, not acting, not <laughs> acting, and not and not story. Yeah, I, I, I think the acting was was mediocre at best in most of the cases, and the the story. I would say dialogue, not story. I think the story had a lot of potential,
3: ruined by – well, not even dialogue, the interactions of the characters. Let's say
1: that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, right. Because the dialogue, like Israel, the guy that played Israel, even though he acted like stupid after he brings in Lily, uh, he was a really good actor. And and his dialogue was awesome. And and so so you're right. It's just the story, not dialogue.
3: A general story, not like the overarching story. Let's yeah. See, like the, oh, the right, story right. in minimum is not very well told, but the overarching like pandemic type of story. I it's a great idea. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. If you give this idea to a different writer, this could have been awesome. Yeah. Um. All, because uh, even, even these, these, these stories we had, were pretty awesome if we understood what was going on and if the characters didn't act stupid, you know, yeah. Meadow, if Meadow didn't do act stupid, if Lloyd, not Lloyd, Lowell didn't act stupid. And if they had a, a five minute pre credit sequence that showed all these people before the pandemic, so we knew who they were, would have been awesome too. And and they didn't have any of that. So
3: Well, and that's Uh, the thing, each of these scenes could have been written better so that they didn't look stupid. Yes.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so... Uh, Let's see, Uh, anything else that we wanted to bring up? Uh, Are we missing anything?
2: Mm, As a side, just like we're saying, like, Trumpet, the awesomeness of the creature design, special effect, the practical special special effects, and the... the, uh, soundtracks yeah. that was so good like it was like made the atmosphere so much better like i can't imagine what this movie would have been without it
0: yeah so, i yeah, love yeah. the first
3: 20 minutes i think the first 20 minutes is amazing is that the hazmat stuff yeah all the. it might have been less than 20 somewhere in that range yeah. Yeah, All the yeah, that, stuff, the, the,
1: the the hazmat stuff was awesome. There's one for which is where's the second hazmat person because you usually right. go pierce. But you're right, that was awesome. Um, and then once you get to Lowell, I was okay with him the first five minutes because I thought he was a photographer and what. He, but then when we never are told wh- why he's out there, and then then the weird thing too was, is wh- what was that cabin? Where did that cabin? He just suddenly was at the cabin.
3: It was near wherever he ran from, um, you but know, who's, from, or he drove to it. I guess didn't he? But who, whose cabin yeah. is it? It's just Which a cabin it? that were near where the guy, the hazmat guy, died. It was all connected, right? I mean, so he, Lowell had to come to that cabin because that's but, where he was going to get the
1: stuff. But, but how could he s- squat at someone's cabin?
3: That's a it's, good question.
1: Yeah, it was just weird. So, so yeah, basically, once we got to Lowell, that's that's when the story began the movie began to have its problems i think yeah yep um anything else barrett you want to nope i don't have anything else all right sounds good and you saw and you said you didn't uh, i i don't i guess either um, it would be great
2: if you just had the hazmat sequence as just a short film you know because on youtube where people have all the little yeah. films, if it you would have had the hazmat film. sequence that would have been it perfect
1: yeah, that would have. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. That that is a great short film itself. You're absolutely right. Or or, or ripped this out of this film and put it into a horror anthology film.
2: Yeah, yeah, like a VHS or something like that kind
1: of idea, right? Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. So I guess uh, that's pretty much what we had to say about Spore. Uh, mightily impressive special effects and soundtrack uh with unfortunately uh, mediocre storytelling uh but with a really cool idea uh but we'll get into our final thoughts on the film uh after uh, but uh before we get into any of that uh we do have some extra time where we can discuss uh some genre stuff that may interest folks who are listening to this podcast so you know like uh news or movies people have seen not as genre related and whatnot uh we can start with you sean
2: uh so a couple of things i checked out i checked out uh, star trek prodigy which is the new star trek animated series uh and, and where do you
1: find that what, what stations
2: uh it was i think it's sci-fi for you guys in the states okay and we're in canada and on this it's the side for the sci-fi channel we have here okay uh, so um it, i it, to me it was funny because it doesn't really feel like uh star trek at least for a few of the episodes the first few episodes it feels more like star wars uh clone more like the clone wars or uh rebels if anyone's ever watched any of those it just you know it might it may get better if, if you know if you've gone through more episodes but it's not bad it's it's a you know i think it's geared for younger audience and i'm there's things to get younger kids involved or whatever, and that's cool. Um But I was like... I guess I wasn't sure what I was expecting, I guess, when I was going in. Or I expected something a little different. But the animation and stuff was cool, though.
1: All right, so, so it was just okay?
2: Yeah, for me, it's okay. It's not bad or anything. It's like if you want to check something out and you have time to kill, I guess. Like I do with Insomnia, so it gives me extra time, but... <laughs> Um, but I will say I enjoyed Star Trek Discovery is still great. It's uh, I really like that um, series. So that's really uh, if you're a Star Trek fan at all, it's worth checking out.
3: Are you in the new season? Yeah, I'm in the new season. Yeah, it's pretty good. I really like. The, I think it keeps getting better and better. It as does. Going. It's r- yeah. a really interesting idea what they're
2: or how they're playing it out. So and they yeah. they do a good job with the characters. You really get a chance to meet all the different characters. And what show is this Star Trek Discovery.
1: And that's on uh, Paramount Plus, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Thank you for you guys. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, right. And what where is it for you?
2: It's for our 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 sci-fi channel up here. Okay, gotcha. So.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, and so it's pretty good, is, is what both you guys. are saying? Uh, Yeah, I
3: recommend it. It's really I good. I love it. Yeah, I think it's in its fourth
1: season now. Yeah, it's the fourth season now. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Right. All right, anything else, Sean? And,
2: an uh, and just I was just like I said in the last episode, the Narcos Mexico uh, season three. I finished it. Oh, so good! If and go and uh,
1: what station is that? On?
2: Uh, that's Netflix.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, you. I remember you
0: mentioned it. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah. I, like, if you're into the crime kind of, it's really good. It's done so well. So I'm trying to get people, other people, to watch it. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: very good. And he's
0: oh and, I, oh, and I was
2: going to. Oh, my my yeah. other thing was I started watching the Wheel of Time series on Amazon.
3: Oh yeah, good. Um, it's it. Oh, is that the it, Jordan talks, stuff?
2: Yeah, the Robert Jordan series. Yeah. Um, okay. It's it's high fantasy, so it, it feels very much Lord of the Rings, or at least in watching it, it feels very, like there's several scenes. on like this. Could have been Lord of the Rings. I don't, I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but it's like if you aren't a high fantasy person, it's probably not going to keep you in watching. I don't think.
1: What do you mean? If, if it's high fantasy, wouldn't people like it? If it is high fantasy,
2: well, if if you like high fantasy, though, right? If you're okay. not into that stuff, you I don't. It's not going to have enough to keep you watching
1: it. I don't think. Okay, Even so a so good it's. Cast. So it's different than Game of Thrones. Is it is it similar to that uh that other series on Netflix that uh about the, the white haired witch guy. Witcher. The Witcher? Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: even more magic. Yeah, even more. <laughs> gotcha. Have you read the books, Sean?
2: I haven't. So again, I've seen a lot of the criticism from people who read the books. Yeah. Sure. Who are who are like really upset about it. And I figured like so not knowing the books, I'm only going in and just going and watching a series. So my perspective is different than someone who's like read, what is there, 14 books in the series, I think.
0: So, yeah, I've right. read them. So, um, so yeah, I still like the show. It,
2: <laughs> so you like it then. But, yeah, there seems to be a lot of criticism about it.
0: There are some so. things
3: they did differently that I question. Um, but in general, I, I think it's a good show. And if you haven't read the books, I think if you like fantasy type shows, it's it's a good show. It's getting better, I think. I think the first two episodes were kind of weak. I think the, yeah. the next three are stronger, and they're getting stronger. So we'll see where it goes.
2: So that's good. Hopefully, it'll be it'll turn out being good. And like later on this year, I think is when they drop the Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> on, oh, yeah, which I'm really hoping was going to be good. So. Like it's a right. good like if well, you're into the fantasy stuff, this is a good era to be in because there's yeah. a lot of choice, right?
1: Well, Wheel of Time is getting 84% good reviews, so that's 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 good. Oh, that's good. good.
3: That's better. The really heavy fans that it are going to be the I, think, I think it's going up then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, is is it a um, a weekly show or are they just dumped it all? Yeah, it's at dropped
2: once? weekly. I think because they dropped the first three episodes and I watched the first three. I haven't yeah. have been able to catch up with the lot. The oh yeah. they
1: dropped. Yeah, so you're right. So.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, so that's exactly how they're doing it. They they're doing what they usually do, which is drop the first three episodes, get you, hooked. A, yeah, hooked, and then, then drop one episode a week after that until the season is over. Yeah, and it stars. I guess it's a pretty good cast. I mean, Roseman Pike is awesome so yeah i like her
2: yeah so like there's like the the only thing i think is some of the cgi looks a little bit suspect
3: especially with the monsters yes (laughs) it's gotten
2: a little bit eh, but like the the rest of the background the sequence like the sequences because i think they was it new zealand that they filmed in i think
0: Mm but it's beautiful
2: absolutely beautiful like the, the, the background sequences and all that, like the efforts like for the village and stuff that they do like are beautiful. Like the cinematography is great. Spells are amazing no too. Yes. The, the, the okay, magic okay. that they do it, it was filmed in Prague. Oh, because oh, Prague, Prague, Prague. Ah. I think there was different places so though. I thought it was multiple places but
1: maybe I'm wrong. Oh, possibly but it says filming in Prague was uh, but it could have been other places too. Because uh, uh, I think in
2: one of the things they were talking about they were talking about, like a certain fortresses Film in different places.
1: Yeah, those are probably all still. the Czech Republic. Then. Yeah, they're doing absolutely. it over there
3: now because of the it's favorable for them.
1: Yeah, all right. Especially well, well, plus, well, plus. I mean, like Game of Thrones, right? I mean, you, you want castles and stuff. You don't go to Australia right. or, or New Zealand. You go, you or go or to the Europe. U.S. Yeah, or the U.S., you go to Europe, right? I mean, yep. Europe is where, where all that shit is. And then if you want, want deserts, you just go to Spain or Morocco. And if you want uh, mountains, you go to Iceland and, and Norway, you know? So, yep. so yeah, yeah. So there's plenty of places over there. Um, the only other thing that was going to throw at us another series
2: was uh, Hawkeye. Oh, okay.
1: great show. <laughs>
2: it started off slow, but it's gotten really good.
3: The chemistry between the two actors is amazing. and... And yeah. it's awesome because she was from True Grit. Who's... Uh, she's,
2: the, she's the girl from True Grit. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, who, and who does she play? She plays Kate Bishop. Bishop. Yep. Okay. So she's like the protege for Hawkeye.
1: Okay. Yeah. Is Black Widow in the show at all? No. She's mm-hmm. dead at this point. Yeah, she's okay. dead. So this, spoiler. Post. This, so this is, po- this is post. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. It's like he's okay.
2: basically the story is falling because he was the Ronin for that... Period during the blip, and so then it's like now it's like he's having to deal with the ramifications of what being the ronin did or caused, because he killed a bunch of different gangland gang, um, different gangs across the world. So it's like he, he's dealing with all the fallout from it. But it's kind of everyone...
3: lighthearted for a show. Yeah. It's pro- I think it's Marvel's best yet show. Yeah, I, I, I yeah I don't
2: think it's the strongest. I think. Um, the last episode, when it kind of hinted at certain big things coming, gives it more. It's it's like the I think what they were trying to talk to someone talked about it was like it's kind of like the Die Hard. It's like Die Hard Christmas time is what it kind of feels like with the vibe for the show. It's fun if that makes any sense.
0: So yes. so this one's, getting,
1: like a, yeah. this one's getting this one's getting ninety two percent good ratings. So this is another one that's getting good reviews. Uh, and this one's on the Disney Channel, Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah, okay. Disney Plus, right, yeah. So there's a difference. Um and you were gonna say one other thing, Sean? No, that was I've I've taken up more than enough time. I'm gonna <laughs> stop now. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um yeah, for me, um I've uh, actually uh, like I said, I've been playing a video game called Resident Evil Village, uh which came out over the summer. Or maybe even sooner than that. Um and I purchased it but I never bothered playing it um um so it was just sitting there it came out in may and uh, so I was just sitting in my uh my uh xbox n- never opened and so I finally opened it up a couple of days ago and um it's really good it's it's as good as as um people have been saying uh is as good as um it's actually better than than the prior one and the prior one was really good too um, this one has some really awesome villains. Uh, obviously the most famous villain from this one is, uh, Lady Alina Dimitrescu, and yeah, she's pretty awesome. Um, and then, um, there's three, four other villains or so. Um, and then there's a number of other minor bosses as well. Uh, the boss fights actually were, were pretty good. Um, I hate boss fights, um, cause they're, they're, just stress me out but these are a pretty decent um they're uh, easy to figure out and and win if you if you really you know pay attention but uh, but they don't abuse you either um and uh the the monsters the suspense um is is really awesome Uh, i highly recommend some of the story plots like most video games are a little silly and things that don't make sense but uh, generally uh this move this this video game is a high recommend by me um just just for, for the fact that uh a uh, lady dimitrescu alone never mind um the various other monsters um the war environment is unbelievable of of the village itself and then when you go to the various strongholds uh, like Lady Dimitrescu's castle or um, Lady Bienvenido, Bienvenido, I think her name is. Let me let me see. Her. Uh, get it in a second here. Uh, ben, uh I've gone to both of those strongholds so far. Her, her mansion um, is a really awesome monster in that mansion. Uh, it's, I won't even say what it is because I don't want to ruin it for people. Um, those I still have another 60% of the game to go. It's a short game, supposedly maybe 10 hours. Um, and I've, I finished uh, Dimitrescu's castle and Benaviento's mansion. Um, the the uh, graphics are awesome. High recommend. I uh, have of You played this game yet.
2: I've watched it. Like I watched the playthroughs uh, on YouTube and it looks like the graphics. It just looks amazing. And the different choices and the monsters and stuff that they have within the game look awesome, and just the vibe or feel that they create, like it, like this was. I, if it doesn't win Game of the Year, I'll be surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they have they have werewolves, they have vampires, they have zombies, they have uh, ogre giants, uh, they have uh, mer monsters like merman, um, and 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 that's just. So far, oh, there's a Chucky dolls. Yep. Uh, so there's a lot of awesome <laughs> ones. It's it's pretty awesome. Uh, have you have you played this game yet, Barrett?
3: I have actually not played any of the Resident Evil games. Oddly enough, um, but I I mean I know the story, seen the the movies. But uh, yeah, that's not one I've tried. I need to.
1: Yeah, this is a good one to start with. I'm telling you, it's awesome. High uh, recommend. Have you ever played the Silent Hill games?
3: I haven't played those either.
1: Oh, my God, dude. Jesus. Jesus. I know. I have issues. Yeah. Silent Hill are awesome, too. But, um, yeah, I would recommend, Peter, if, if you want to play a video game next, Barrett, this is the game to pick up. Pick it up now. And I think you can get it now close to $39 from its originals, you know, $70. Um, so, high recommend. Everybody should get this game. It's awesome. Um, then I saw Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, the movie. I saw that at theaters Um, came out like about a week and a half ago. Um, And so it's kind of like, they call it a reboot or a prequel. Um, And it is basically game one and two combined. Um, Now, now uh, for people who know games one and two will exactly see what's going on and understand it. But if you haven't, um, it's kind of confusing because it's like, why is there a zombie apocalypse? How does Umbrella Corporation ha- have any involvement in what's going on? And none of that is explained in the movie. You just hear about little things here and there and you, if you know the, the games, you understand. So that may be an issue. Uh, also, the casting of some of the characters... It's kind of unfortunate because it's, you know, like the Hollywood, you know, young, pretty boy, pretty girl type um, actors and actresses that are out there. When it would have been better if they just used, um, I guess, um, more realistic looking people, in my opinion. Um, But I enjoyed it. It was it was pretty decent. Uh, It's not awesome. Uh, It's not horrible. Uh, It's not one of the worst Resident Evil films um it's 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 just it's good it's good how would you how would you compare it to the first resident evil uh the first resident evil is still the best okay yeah and that's good because they go really into the umbrella and everything (laughs) yeah yeah you understand yeah exactly because it's like um this one could have been awesome if they just had the zombie apocalypse um be the zombie apocalypse but they they kind of bring it bring it like to just a couple of locations similar to the video games um 1 and 2 of resident evil so it it didn't feel overwhelming like um i guess a, a better zombie apocalypse film has done in the past um resident evil the first game movie uh that was cool because yeah you go into the umbrella complex and all that other stuff and and you get to see see the biohazard and all that other stuff um but here you don't you just see the upper level the town but only in two locations the mansion and the, the police station and so it was on a smaller scale and as a result um it didn't have an, the impact as of a, a true like zombie apocalypse film. I felt
0: it sounds just uh, very I'm gonna,
1: niche.
3: I'm going to disagree. I, I think I liked it as much or better than the original one, and I love mm-hmm. the original one. Um, but it's I felt that it was trying to be more true to the video games, and it was more of a horror than an action piece. If that makes sense. And yet,
1: it wasn't even scary. It
3: wasn't really scary but it it was it, I think the mood was supposed to be, you know, right. like more horror oriented. Now, they do go into the complex a little bit and you do it it almost a little feels bit, a little bit. somewhat beat for beat of the first one, but only parts of it. And then you have other parts of cuz you have characters from the second of the original movies. Um the one cop that's in the second movie is in this yeah.
0: one.
1: Renfield. Yeah.
3: Not Renfield. Red, Red, Redfield. The, woman, Redfield. the woman. Oh, 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 uh Jill Valentine. Valentine, that's her, yeah. And then Redfield
1: as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind right. of a combo. Oh, and Wexler um, too, right? Oh no, Wexler wasn't in the that one, the other movie, but go on, yeah. Yeah, there's a little more comedy in it,
3: um which is odd. I mean it's fun they're funny moments, but uh it is a little different. So but I I, I like them equally as much. They're just they're different in different ways.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I like, I don't know, I just, I just like the umbrella explanation better.
3: The umbrella in, explanation in the first is one. better. It is better yes.
1: explained, for sure.
3: You're totally right in that. But this one, yeah. I think it's trying to rely on that mystery of the characters don't
1: know it, so you don't get to know it. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's the problem. The, why is this happening? I mean, you get a general idea that it's something to do with the corporation that runs the town, but you don't know too much. I, I like Sean's term that it's like a niche film, I think. Um, because again, if you're not a fan of the films, it may be hard. To, it's a little less understandable to explain.
0: Well, it's uh, funny
3: that you said that too, because when we went to, when I went with my friend last week to go see it, The guy behind the counter that was giving us our drinks and popcorn said, yeah, I went to see that, but I don't know anything about Resident Evil, and I didn't understand half of the film. (laughs) So I was like, oh, wow. He's like, should I go see those original (laughs) movies? I was like, well, you can play the video games or go see those original movies, but they are different, so I don't know.
1: (laughs) Right, right yeah yeah and and uh, i think that was the problem of the film uh if but but if you didn't watch any of the original movies or play any of the original video games, it may be a problem yeah so Hey, on another
2: video games did you ever get to play far cry six
1: um i've i played a little bit of it um i stopped playing uh around right uh Mid August, I stopped playing. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just literally just, just stopped watching TV, playing video games back in mid August, and and stopped doing anything that was entertainment value, um, oh. except except reading and cooking. Well, even I stopped cooking too. But yeah, either way, I, I just had stopped playing it. Um, the game is good, but it's definitely I don't feel feel liking it as much as the prior three games in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the, weaker than... The reason
2: than... I ask is... Cause...
1: What's that? Well,
2: I was just going to say, because I know that Giancarlo Esposito is like the bad guy in it. I'm like, yes. I always love him, so <laughs> I thought, I hope that they had given him a good character to play out in the in the game, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to see him a little bit at the beginning, and, and he's good, and it's actually him. that They made a, uh animation version of the actor. I um, but but uh, I, I don't like the gameplay as well as the others. Um... The game is, is a lot to do with stealth, you know, 5, 4, and 3. And this one here, they're trying to have you do the same with stealth. And yet, yet you if you don't sh- hit the person, and, like, if you're a sniper and you shoot someone and it doesn't hit them at the in the head, they survive and they, they get them to go to an alarm. And in the other games, the original Far Cries if you shot a person, they are dead. And here, it's not like that. So the, I feel the, the um, the gameplay isn't as good as the prior three games. So that's why I decided to go with Resident Evil and start that up rather than going back to Far Cry Six. Um, I'll probably recheck Far Cry Six maybe early a late winter. This year uh, of 2022 or early spring. Um, but I, I am not as happy about it as I was with Far Cry 5, 4, or 3. So, okay. yeah. Um, now, uh, Barrett, what about yourself? You got any, any information? Um,
3: you guys have covered a lot of what I might have covered. Um, I started watching Cowboy Bebop. I know nothing about the anime, so I don't know how it compares. Uh, It's a little weird. Um, It's not unenjoyable. I'm enjoying it, Uh, but it is a little odd. Uh, What is this
1: again? What is this?
3: Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I heard it's getting mixed reviews. Yeah.
3: I'm enjoying it. Uh, I don't necessarily understand it, but I'm enjoying it.
1: Have you ever seen the the anime?
3: No, no. So that might be my problem. But... just from a pure, hey, it's got an interesting story so far. I'm enjoying it. Um, and the acting is good, and the effects seem to be good. Um, other yeah, than that, let's see. It, well, it's
1: getting uh, 46% on Rotten Tomatoes.
3: That's pretty low,
1: but uh, I mean, for a show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I have to mention something else, too, after you finish. But yeah, go oh, on. Go let's ahead. Go here. ahead. Uh, uh, I saw the first episode of The Invasion on Isn't Apple Good um that's getting bad reviews too around 46 percent as well uh but episode one was pretty good um um it's a, it's a really good setup for the series it, there's a lot of you know like a lot of these these type of shows you get a lot of uh soap opera stuff you know before you get to the apocalypse or the invasion or whatever you want to call it but um i know eric webster and i think michael Dunleavy, uh two co-hosts on the Dark Discussions podcast, both have seen the episode series, and they said that the Invasion, it's like eight episodes, and the first episode may be good, but every episode after that is like the first episode so there is no invasion. <laughs> you know, like, like it's all, it's all is invasion, all, but there's no invasion. Yeah. It's going to be, <laughs> there's just a couple of weird things that happen here and there throughout the eight episodes and they're setting it up for the invasion to happen in season two or something. And, and as a result, uh, Eric, Eric and Mike both did not like the series. Um, I, they are definitely, you know, throwing in the soap opera stuff. You know, there's like a, What appears to be to a Japanese woman that one's a a, a astronaut and one is a um, ground control person, and they may be hidden lesbians, and then there's (laughs) with each other even though they're publicly one's supposed to be dating a movie star or something, and then there's a Iranian American family and the husband is is having a affair with this instagram cook and the wife obviously doesn't like that and is devastated but then but then I she expected uses,
3: her to love that
1: yeah but then she uses ethnicity as a staple do you love her because she has blonde hair do you love her because she's oh, white? god do you love you know and all this, it's like oh fuck her you know, so they have some minor problems like that where they're definitely trying to wedge in um i guess uh modern um what would you call those type of wedge wedge issues whatever they would yeah. be called you know i don't even want to label them um but you know what i'm talking about yeah. and and then they have uh the the i think it's nebraska or omaha or kentucky or so. it's one of those midwestern central states where sam Neill plays a a, a police officer that's about to retire uh, which is a, a staple of you know the cop, old cop that's about to retire type thing. And um there's a con field where there's a crop circles and stuff. So that was pretty that, that story was probably the best of the 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 whole bunch. Um but unfortunately um it is similar to the spore where you have an ensemble cast and, a, and or like Game of Thrones, where you have an ensemble cast. But unlike Game of Thrones, which every storyline was pretty awesome, uh, Invasion, the Sam Neil storyline is pretty awesome. But the other ones are kind of. Yeah. Well, And I don't like any show that uses the first season for setup.
3: Well, that yeah, that's I mean, a I mean, huge it, problem for me.
1: Well, and you wouldn't know it, you know, if, if Eric and Mike didn't tell me that. Right. And I watched the first episode, even with its it's forced wedge issues and soap opera elements. It was a pretty good episode generally, you know, even with those flaws. And it's like, oh, cool. You know, maybe episode two or three, we're going to start seeing the aliens and this and that. But when they told me that doesn't happen, it's like, do I want to continue? and watch seven more episodes of basically episode one, you know, and there's going to be no invasion in a show called invasion. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So I may, so I may stop watching that just for that fact. And I may watch episode one of foundation. Oh, you'll, I think you'll like foundation. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I think I probably will. And I'm, I'm also thinking of checking out that, that episode, that series on, on uh Hulu, uh by the guy that did Annihilation, the movie. Um he did a, a series on Hulu that was from twenty twenty that or, or early twenty twenty one, I forget what it was, and it was called um Devs, D-E-V-S. Mm, I thought i heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was from twenty twenty. So I may check that out. Um because that sounds like high sci high science fiction as well. Um so but but yeah, yeah so that's that's all I have but uh you had some any more things you
3: wanted to bring up Barrett
1: I'm going right to bring over. up
3: Chucky again I'm, I'm still at the same point I was last time I talked about it um but I'm going to going to get caught up on that soon um and then we watched Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol the first season of that uh I believe it's a what? Paramount or it's yep. either a Paramount or a Peacock show I can't remember which and what what's the name of the show Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol. It's basically about Robert Langdon. Um, it was a pretty good season. I actually. So who's, who's
1: Robert Langdon? He's the he main character that self, right?
3: that Dan Brown writes about.
1: Oh, oh, so he's the one that Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks played. Him. Yeah. yeah. yeah all, right, all right. So this series is on Peacock, yep. and it's getting fifty percent good reviews. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty
3: good. Um, it's not perfect by any stretch, but it has a lot going on and uh, an interesting storyline. Um, so I enjoyed it. I don't know that it deserves 50%. I'd give it maybe 60 to 70, but you know, that's me.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Anybody seen the, this the show Chapel. Wait, I have
3: not. I need to get epics so I can watch it. I um, yeah. did have epics and then I got rid of Comcast. So I need to do like one of those, Monthly deals with them, so I can watch it. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah, because that's the one based off of a Stephen King's Jerusalem's Lot.
0: I think uh, it got
3: good ratings too,
1: from what I read. It got sixty-three percent good reviews. Yeah.
3: That's the one that
2: has Adrian Brody, right? That's yeah. right.
1: That's right. Yeah. Not a huge fan of Adrian Brody, but I'll watch. That yeah, play. but but, but if it has to do too. with Jerusalem's Lot, right? <laughs> and and, and vampires, it could be, or or old evil, it could be kind of cool. Yeah. They are
3: doing a movie for Jerusalem's Lot, too. Oh, is that true? I, yeah, I read it somewhere. Can't remember
1: where. Online yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah artists. I uh, see television. Uh, yeah, that, that's the filming. Yeah, it doesn't say, but yeah, it just mentions um, Chapel Wait so far. Uh, that was filmed in Nova Scotia. Um, oh, Nice. Yeah, yeah, Canada gives uh, all the ta- says, tax breaks. Canada gives all the
0: tax breaks.
1: <laughs> what are you going to say? What are you going to say? It's going to play in twenty twenty
3: two, post Labor Day, September 9th. Gotcha. Oh,
1: 2022 is a new film.
3: Yeah. What's it going to be called? Uh, I don't. It doesn't say that here, but it says this guy's playing uh, Father Callahan, John Benjamin Hickey. John
1: Benjamin. yeah, here he is on wikipedia let's bring him up lewis uh, pullman is playing ben mears ben yeah salem's lot 2022 it's just going to be called salem's lot yeah oh so it's going to be another movie it's just a remake of a remake remake. of a remake yeah yeah interesting
3: all right but i think it's going to go into theaters so you know maybe it has a better chance of being Uh, well done maybe
2: Maybe. What did you yeah. think of
1: that uh, Salem's Lot series from 2004? Yeah, that was all right. The that's
0: one with Rob Lowe. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah,
1: um, yeah so that's interesting. So it's going to be a, probably a, a two to three hour movie, unless they're going to do an it and break it into two. Oh, God, into, into two. You know? <laughs> um, But yeah, Lewis Paulman, Mackenzie Lee, uh, Bill Camp, Sp- uh, Spencer Trite, Clark. Alfrey Wooded, William Sadler, Pillow Asabek. Oh, he he's he's um um uh one of, he was he was the the villain in in Game of Thrones. I uh, played uh Your mm-hmm. Greyjoy. And John Benjamin Hickey. So let's see. Uh Father uh Richard Straker is Pillow A- okay, so Straker is gonna be played by Asbayak. So Yaron Greyjoy is playing Straker, and that means he's the vampire. He's the head vampire. And then William Sadler is playing Barlow. Ah, I like William Sadler a lot. Uh, um, Yeah, so who – yeah, so was Straker – who's the guy that watched for Straker? Who was the – Barlow – was Barlow or Straker the vampire? I forget. Straker I thought was the – Vampire. Okay, no, okay, so Straker is the human. Okay, so okay, so William Sadler is gonna be the vampire. All right. Everybody everybody knows William Sadler from The Mist and various other films. And then Pillow Asbeck is gonna play Straker. Actually that's probably a good idea because he he, yeah. he has some charisma. Uh and to make him younger too. That's interesting.
2: I have one question for you. Is can you make sure it's not the showrunners from the Stan series? <laughs>
1: no it's actually actually, actually 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 it, it's it's gonna it could be a bad or good because james Wan is producing it and okay. gary dauberman is writing it and directing it and gary dauberman is hit or miss for example he did annabelle creation which is pretty good actually it was really good but he did annabelle which which sucked and then he did the nun which sucked. And then he did Annabelle Comes Home, which was really good.
0: So it, is, it's his, it.
1: it chapter two, he did the screenplay. Yeah, that's that right. one sucked. And that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, he, but he did the screenplay for it. And that was awesome. Right. Exactly. So he's hit or miss. He, he's one of those guys. So Salem's Lot is either going to suck or it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be hard to beat the TV one.
3: It's always going yeah. to be
1: hard to beat that. So. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be hard to to beat that. Uh, James Mason and and uh, Toby and, Hooper uh, doing the directing. Yeah. yeah, Toby Hooper. That that was that was a really good good adaptation. So it's going to be tough, but we'll find out in yep. September. Oh, it's coming out late. Yeah, September twenty-two. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was going to be earlier. Hopefully anyway, we're talking about twenty twenty-two already. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's only a couple of days, weeks. I know. Thanks. All right, so anything else, Barrett? Nope, that's it. All right, so uh, a couple things. Uh, we also do the Dark Discussions podcast, as I said before, so www.darkdiscussions.com. You find a uh, podcast wherever podcasts are found, and just go to darkdiscussions.com to find all the good stuff and what you need. You can email us at darkdiscussions.aol.com. You can uh, email us by pressing the contact us on darkdiscussions.com, and we will read your emails on the podcast. Uh, so let's get into uh, what we thought about this film much more. So, uh, Sean. Uh, watch it for the special
2: effects, the practical effects, and the awesome musical score. And I guess just be like the other characters of Just Forget stuff halfway through.
1: <laughs> All right, sounds good. And uh, for me, um, yeah, I, I pretty much uh agree with uh, Sean. I, 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 uh, it's an awesome concept, uh, some really cool effects, some really good music. Uh, unfortunately, the, the screenplay had some issues uh, and the general story itself had some issues. But uh, um, so, yeah, whatever Sean said, I'm right there with you,
3: uh, Barrett. Yeah, uh, I pretty much agree with Sean. The score is amazing. The practical effects are really cool. The overarching story idea is a great one, and it is just limited by the acting and the writing. Um, there are just a lot of issues that we discussed. I don't need to rehash those, but uh, I bought the movie i suggest renting it if you actually want to watch it once um and it's maybe worth one rental um and that's about it
1: all right sounds good so uh once again uh the film that we uh, reviewed tonight was called the spore uh directed by dm cunningham and written by dm Cunningham, uh and starred uh, a number of folk like uh genie jeffries haley heslip Peter Tell, Jackson, Zynga, J- Giovanna Nicholson, Justin Golinski, Zoe Cunningham, and Brian Hilliard are the the, the names uh, listed uh, at the top of IMDb. Uh, and the film can be rented uh, anywhere movies are available. And with all that stated, Barrett, why don't you do this? out?
3: Thanks again for joining us on Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Join us next time when we may discuss a movie called Behemoth or something completely different.